Bumbley Bees. It's not the way that I should feel, but it's the way I'm gonna stay doomed. Chasing you all around the world. Wrong way, wrong way. You took my heart, took it a heart too young. And then it goes, downhearted. Do, 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 do. Broken dreams that never really started. Yeah, downhearted. Do, 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 do. Broken dreams that never really start. And I'll stop it there. Now, is thanks. that your way of like introducing some shit song you wrote? Yep. <laughs> no, I didn't write this. It sounds like it. This is why it's pertinent to you, you fuck. Australian crawl. Okay. Downhearted. You're an Australian now. That's the fucking link. And I'm downhearted because my cat died and I haven't quite recovered from it. That's your fucking song, Ingrates. Mm. <laughs> I don't think we have to worry about demonetization. No, you no. won't. <laughs> you won't have to worry about anything. <laughs> Let me introduce uh, the bullshit. This is Invert the Y episode, Captain's Log, Stardate Log, 12.1.5.9, and the USS Invert the Y is orbiting another planet of retrodom and bullshit, and it's powered by fairy bread and sponsored by its mother. And I'm actually very surprised but very, very happy to say that we have a special guest today again. We've got Sirius Sam. He came back on his own volition. And I'm a little bit concerned because <laughs> he actually wanted firstly to come back on the podcast. And nobody ever wants to And do no that. one ever really does. And not only that, he's actually got something to say. And I think it's about him being upset with me. I, I was just a little aggrieved when I started being attacked during one of your episodes because I, I might have made a comment to Jason... To, sorry to what do we call Jason you? Relaxation Jason who's relaxation. also part of this bullshit podcast as well this week but I've just given up introducing him because we can assume he's here and so I made a, a, a single comment to Jason on a, a band I was surprised you'd missed off on discussing and then all of a sudden we spent about 40 minutes just attacking me needlessly for <laughs> the I can't even remember how tr- I was tr- described tr- truth be the- told he has that habit um, of spending 40 minutes ranting about the same thing yeah, and then I'll That's what happens when you get old. That's right, I'm old now. And, and, and half, have half your brain And in half your brain's in a jar somewhere. And not only that, I forget what I've started ranting about. So halfway through the rant, I go... <laughs> just getting a loop. I, I just getting a loop. It's like a fucking... One of those Star Trek time loops where they get trapped in time. And it's like, I can't remember what I was actually It's like Groundhog about. Day. It's Groundhog... My day is ground... Actually, my life is like Groundhog Day. I wake up every morning. Firstly, I go, fuck, I'm alive. That's the first little thing <laughs> of the box. But it's the same every day. Well, well done me. Well, well done me. Hooray. <laughs> Hey, give me a gold star. Where is it? Oh, you don't get one for life. That's right, kids. You don't get a gold star for waking up in the morning. That's your future. Yeah. So harden up, you fucks. You sure as right? shit don't get a scratch and sniff. No, that was in the 80s, and we had a teacher. She fucking was addicted to them. She'd line them up on her arm, and she'd sniff them. That's a true fucking story. She was... She, he knows what I'm talking about. She... This is true. We had a teacher, and she used to hand them out all the time, the scratch and sniffs, like a different flavor, like flavors or smells or whatever you know you're supposed to sniff them not taste them yeah she would i'm telling you she would lick them too and she used to put them she had a See, cu- they sound quite sexual anyway yeah it's right. scratch and sniff scratch and sniff then oh, there you go that's another story but it's good to have you back serious sam i'm glad Thank you, you came much. back i'm really pleased here. i'm very look if i have on, on a lovely day it's shit out there it's fucking horrible today. it's horrible you know, but what, that's why I'm downhearted, like Australian Crawl was saying. I couldn't do it in the style of James Rain. Have you ever, if when you go home, See, all of those things, none of them mean anything. Okay, when you get a chance, uh, Spotify it or whatever, because it's on Spotify, and you cannot understand a word, 
James Rain is actually singing. Mm-hmm. And back in the 80s, they were quite a prominent Australian band. I don't think they ever really did much internationally. Because nobody can understand his lyrics. That was the joke. No bullshit. <laughs> is that, it the accent or is it the no, style he's of just No, he's just a, a fucking horrible singer. No, right. he, no, he's not bad. It's What it was was like he sort of... Uh, Interweaved each word together. He didn't clearly unciate his vowels. That's what it is, Mm -hmm. and it's weird. But he was famous for basically, what the fuck's James Rain singing? But they had a couple of big hits in Australia back in the 80s, right? And I like Downhearted because that's how I feel. Like, you know, what the fuck's the point? (laughs) (laughs) This could be the last podcast I ever do. (laughs) (laughs) But thanks, thanks for coming back. And I'm sorry if I offended you, Sirius Sam. That's a public apology. I don't mean to do that. I don't think I've ever heard you apologise for No, anything. but I, I respect you. But all the yeah, other... he didn't even apologise to a certain continent he offended. No, they can go get <laughs> fucked, a lot of them. Might be 1.4 billion of them, but they can fucking deal with it. Suck it up. You know what I mean? Harden up, you fucks. You know what I mean? That's what I'm just going to say about it. I've got nothing else to say. Make my shit. Fucking done. <laughs> Jesus, fuck. <laughs> Move on. <laughs> so, Sirius Sam, you've come in. You've got a plate or a list of grievances. Or topics. Or, or topics. Or something to talk about. But we we want to f- we just started a topic upstairs that we should finish because you just said to me as we walked downstairs, let's finish it. John Wick. Yes. Because we both were talking about Cyberpunk 2077, how it was revealed at E3. Looks amazing. Yeah. I don't look. I, I, I genuinely felt a little twinge with that. It was just like. I did too. Yeah. It's, he felt it in his pants. I, I, I felt it in my loins. It's like I, I'm, I'm already booking the time off work. No, I am too. Frankly. No. You know what's funny? Uh, if they don't fucking delay it. Shout out to. Don't the, put that in the Well, I don't think they will. I don't think they will. I think they're going to be pretty good with their release date because they've said they've April. never been good with their fucking release. No, dates. Yeah, but they've been working. On they're it working for eight on it for a long time. Hmm. So you'd feel they're pretty confident if it's like and it's ten a, months out. And exactly ten months out, and they've come out with the um, release date of April next year. I think mm-hmm. it was April twentieth or something. Something. Yeah. Um, so I think they'll make that pretty pretty easily. Um, and from everything I've seen, the only question mark that people have said that have played the game or seen demos of it is maybe the gunplay isn't where it should be right now. But to me, it looks unreal. And then plenty, they then, they, to fix then they revealed Keanu, who we've got men crushes for, right? And he's not just a token celebrity character in this. He's actually a proper real character in it, apparently, from yeah, I was what I've heard. The, I was reading the thing, and it was like, oh, there's the, the silver-handed rock god or something mm. that he plays, and that's a thing. But I'm, I never played the table game or anything. So no, I don't know anything. It doesn't any, mean anything No, to it doesn't me. mean anything to me either. But um, I was just like, oh, Keanu! Keanu! Oh, Keanu! Oh! But uh, I clipped. I clipped. Fuck the audio. <laughs> no, I, um, from what I've read and what I've seen... They're saying that he's no, like, shoo-in for, like, 20 minutes. Yep. He's a proper character. Now, how he relates to your main character in the game is not really well known, at least to me anyway. I don't think you'll find out until you play it, hopefully. Probably not. Maybe it is known, but I don't know. I haven't gone that far down the rabbit hole of researching the game. But it sounds like Keanu's a real deal. And he actually was on... He was interviewed after his E3 stage presence and he said that he actually had the script quite a while ago and he was really into the story and he said he he looked at it like it was a movie and he wanted to be part of it that's awesome and it's awesome that cd project red 
thought of him to do the role in the first place. Well, I think mm-hmm. it's like the luxury you get when you like the success that they had with The Witcher Three. Yeah, it's like you basically just got all of this money, all of the money you could mm-hmm. possibly imagine. It's like, what can we do now? Go nuts. Basically, speaking we're going to have of, all of the people. Speaking of Witcher 3, it's coming out to fucking Nintendo Switch. Switch. Yeah, but what? you know the resolution mm. it's running at? 540p. Don't, don't care, I'm still going to play it again. Yeah, don't know. <laughs> I, I have a confession. Mm. I've not finished it. Wow. Mm, you need to because it's fucking fabulous. I've got all the expansions. I've got the whole thing. I just The fantasy thing just doesn't vibe with me, me that well. Like I've completed the first two, mm. but I just, I just couldn't get on with it. You know what I loved about The Witcher 3? Obviously, it's based on a series of books, which Mm -hmm. I haven't read. So it's already got an advantage because it's got this lore behind it. But what I loved about it was was the fact that um, every every which way you turned and every quest that you were doing, whether it was a side quest or a main quest, there was an interesting group of characters that you were coming across. The only thing about that game that was its chink in its armor, I think, and it's universally agreed on, is its combat was a little bit off. But it wasn't terrible. It just wasn't its strong suit. It'll be interesting, like if, with what you're saying about Cyberpunk, to see whether mm. that's a, like is that going to be a theme now? Because like Witcher Two was the same. Like yeah, you, Witcher you, Two didn't you, do it you, for you, me you, either. You go through and it's like, like I'm, I'm cack-handed and uncoordinated yeah. as I mm. get older. It's like changing swords and all the, yeah. all the other stuff. I'm just like, yeah, yeah. Not I, really, I, I've got a confession too. I didn't finish Witcher Two. I think I played that on the Xbox 360, and I might have got halfway through it. Or maybe not even that. And uh, that's the Maid Lady. It's on Jason Relaxation's phone. You've seen the Maid Lady too. You got inducted into that as well today. You've had a good day. I've committed the name to my memory. You you know who it is now, don't you? I do. You fucking put that on your phone too, won't you? She's she's got the part. She's the star of the seven. Well, she's on Twitch every day, pretty much. Typically with a controller up Typically with a controller going... It's time for Dance Dance Revolution. Yay! Or she'll play Twister. That's the, Can you imagine her playing Twister? I can now. Yes, there you go. Mm-hmm. So, just remember the little little uh, softening blow I did for you today <laughs> to try <laughs> and to try, take the edge off. <laughs> no, I think The Witcher, um, Witcher 2, the combat, at least for me, and prob- probably playing it on the 360, which was not up to the snuff really to, to run it, the combat was pretty rough, um, and I never played the first Witcher because that was on PC only, and I don't know why. I don't mm-hmm. think I had a PC that was a. I don't think I had a PC at that particular point in my life, the, or one that was capable, capable of, of running, running it. it. Yeah. So I didn't play the first one, but the third one was great, and the expansions are the only time. And I've had this conversation with others on the podcast where the DLC I didn't have a problem with it because it actually gave me a lot for my money. And it gave me more of that universe because I just love that game so much. So any any extra content that they could throw at me, I'll take it. But Cyberpunk's a big departure from Witcher, though, in terms of every which way you can look at it. Like it's a it's a first person as opposed to a third person game. It's got some like funky little uh, mechanics, the way the bullets shoot round corners and all sorts of shit. It'll be really interesting to see what they mm-hmm. do. But the only concern people have got that they've said when they looked at the demo or they got sort of close to it was they're not sure about the combat. But who who knows? You know, they've got a, a lot of time to tighten it all up. I haven't played it. I haven't I'm still seen taking it. a few days off to play it. Oh, shit, yeah. <laughs> I've said to Pedro, yep. shout out to the suppressive personality out there, that I want to do a midnight launch for it. Fuck, that'd be unreal. 
Because I've done a few midnight launches over my years. Every time we bitch about it, though. Every time we bitch about it, but that's one game in the future that I want to do a midnight. I don't know if they'll do it. No. But I want to do one. No, they might. They might. Because you know when they do the big big games that get released and they have like a... EB Games or JB Hi-Fi, they'll do like a midnight launch mm-hmm. and you, you totally nerd it out, man. That's where we get the Fallout mask for yeah. yourself. A nice full-length black leather trench coat. Oh, and, fuck. Yeah. I've seen, we've seen some fucking... Cyber we saw golf. people... Yeah, for Fallout, Actually, we you saw know some what? funny Let, people. Before you get in your grievance and we're talking about this <laughs> and hold hold your John Wick, put that in the parking lot as the corporate world will say, go fuck yourself, corporate world. <laughs> I've got a fucking ram. I've got a ram. It's just popped into my head. No bullshit. Right? It's a quick one. So you know what you fucking do. Roll it, monkeys. (laughs) Jesus fuck. Do they roll it? Yeah. You know, midnight releases. I want to... If they do one for Witcher, uh, not Witcher, I'm saying Witcher. Fuck, I would do it for Witcher. For I'd, do it, I'd do it for Witcher 4, but what I'm saying is Cyberpunk 2077, if they do one, and I think they will, I want to go. But going back, I'm going to say 2015, we went, Jason Relaxation and I, we went to a midnight launch for Fallout 4. <laughs> right, now Fallout 4 turned out to be shit. You could actually take it further back than that if you're going to say the people that I think you Yeah, but I thought it was 2015. I thought it was Fallout 4 when it first happened because what happened was we go to get. No, oh, no. That was Grand no, Theft Auto. That's mate. right. I'm wrong. 2013. We go to Grand Theft Auto 5 for the midnight launch of that, right? And you're right. I'm wrong. And we go there. This is a fucking cracker. We line up at. Uh, we get down. Uh, I get to Jason Relaxation's place and we have dinner. And then I said, look, it's 8 o'clock. Let's go down to the shop. And, and sort it all out. And I think it was a Thursday night for a Friday release, I think, from memory. And what they'd said to us was, pay everything up front mm-hmm. because we're not doing transactions at midnight. We're just going to give you the game. Cool. So we left uh, his place at 8 o'clock. We go down there, sort all the money out. And then uh, they said, look, if you want to line up, the line starts here. And already there was a couple of fucking nerds there. And I'm talking the high... Class nerds, right? There was about four guys Literally there. playing fucking Pokemon. No, they were playing Pokemon and Magic the Gathering. I'm not making this up. Yeah, I can see you cringing because I was. They, let me put it to you this way, Serious Sam. <laughs> Mind it's, you, it's we were next a, in line. It's not a world that I've lived in. Yeah. No, I haven't either. I fuck, they made me look good, right? And that, that doesn't happen Takes often, work. right? Takes a lot of work. And so I'm sitting... They, they're sitting on the ground... And there was only, if I think at this stage, at 8 o'clock at night, there was about 10 people there, and there were these five kids just mm-hmm. in front of us and maybe a couple of people behind us. Not many people at all. And I said to Jason Relaxation, look, fuck, man, maybe this is going to be a fizzer. Maybe no one's going to turn up to this fucking thing. You know what I mean? But even though it was Grand Theft Auto Five, everyone thought this is going to be the shit. Where is everybody? It was the shit. It was the shit. It was. Still is pretty fucking cool. But where where is everybody? Not online, though. No. I haven't done that. I don't want to know about online. Don't play with five-year-olds. No. It's a tip for life. (laughs) So anyway, we're there there lining up. These guys are playing Magic the Gathering, and one of them's got headphones on, and he turns to me and he goes, are you guys here uh, for Grand Theft Auto? I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, cool. 
if you guys want to go anywhere, we'll leave your spot. Open. We'll, we'll save you your spot. Because I'd talked about, um, they must have heard me saying, "Do you, grab me a coffee, fuckhead," and you know, or, or whatever, you know. And they said, if you guys want to go, take, we'll save you your spot. And they were pretty decent guys. And then they said to, they said to me, they go, "Are you guys brothers?" Well, like, yeah. And he goes, "Oh, cool." You, you know, he goes. Um, are you lining up for Grand Theft? I'm like, yeah, of course. No, actually, I said, no, I'm lining I'm up. just for- here outside. No, no, actually, you know what I said? Fuck it. No, I'm actually here for Tomb Raider because Tomb Raider got released the, the same, same fucking day. day. No bullshit. And I said, no, I'm here for Tomb Raider to fuck him up. And they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. You're here for Grand Theft Auto. And these guys had the, st- the stats. These guys knew the missions. And the best bit, one of the head guys, we called him old mate because he looked like he was 50 years old, but he was like 20. Right, and old we call him old mate, and old mate said, to this day we occasionally yeah. bump into old mate. <laughs> we, we, yeah, this we'll get to this. And old mate had told us that he parked in this particular spot, but he'd mapped it out the Sunday before, right? So he'd come down a couple of days before the midnight launch, found the best car spot, and then mapped out the quickest way to the exit. Then mapped out what best way home, and he worked out he'd be back home at fifteen minutes. Oh, he was hardcore. So we talked to this guy for hours, whatever. Long story short, we get our game, we go home. Flash forward to 2015. What, uh, you forgot about the car park incidents. How- oh, no, 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 that was Fallout 4. Was it? Yeah. So flash forward two years later, Fallout 4 gets released, and I say to Jason Relaxation, do you want to go down and do the midnight run again? Because the last one was awesome. They had like fucking mm-hmm. disco machines and they had slushy machines. And people, like, when we went there. It was a party there, when we were It was there. a party. We, walked, we went down there. There was like 10 people. We went and got a coffee, and they're true to their word. They saved that. They saved our spot. They were good guys. We came back. There was fucking a hundred people. Then, as time went closer to midnight, there was two hundred people. They had about two hundred people down there. It was fucking insane. So, flash forward to twenty fifteen. Let's go again. Let's let's go to Fallout Four because we're big Fallout fans, right? Little did we know the game was shit, but we line up. Still not finished it. It's yeah, shit. I just got bored. Oh, it's shit, mate. It's grindy it's as shit. fuck. Oh, it's shit. Yeah. We lined up, and no bullshit. I look over down the hallway and Jason says to me, is that old, mate? I go, yeah, but he's put on like 20, 30 kilos. <laughs> and he's walking down. He goes, hey, you two brothers? I go, yeah. He goes, hey, I saw you back in 2013 for Grand Theft Auto. I go, yeah. He goes, you here again for Fallout 4? I'm like, yeah. He goes, oh, cool. And we start talking to him again. Mm. And the same thing again. Oh, I've mapped out the best way to get out of the car park. I've mapped out the best place to park. I came down here on Sunday. I, 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 I the same place. Yeah, yeah, we went to the same place. So the same car park. Yeah, it same is. everything. But yeah. he fucking mapped Sorry. it out. He again. refined Log- it. Logic brain work. Yeah, 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 yeah. he refined same, it. Same place, right? So anyway, he probably just did it once in 1987 and now yeah. has to tell everyone. But he's mm. right. What happened was because this is when I had the golf. Mm-hmm. But we, what before that? How many edition special editions? Did oh he yeah, because he was he was VIP. Right. So again, he's lobbed up and said, he "Got the pit boy." He got the pit boy. You got like several. And of them. you know what? They gave it to him before anybody else got Fallout Four. He got the pit boy edition, which was fucking rare. Remember that? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. two hundred dollars. Yeah, and he walked out as proud as punch. <laughs> but not only did he have one pit boy, he had two pit boys. He had actually three. He had a PC version, PS4 version, and Xbox One version. No bullshit. And he was as proud as punch. He was obviously going to scalp him on eBay later mm. on. But he walked out the door the first out of the line because he was VIP and he had the pit boy And you should have seen him. He was as proud as punch. But he put the pit boys on his guts and he's just walking out. <laughs> so then we get to like um, uh, the car park 
on this night when we finally got our copy of Fallout 4. And I'm telling you now, you, you ever seen uh, 28 Days Later or yeah. any... It was like that. There were fucking zombies running like maniacs to their cars. Holding their Fallout fucking Holding boxes. their Fallout 4 boxes, right? And we get in the car and he's <laughs> pissing himself laughing. He couldn't stop. We get in the car and we fucking hammered it out of the car park. Speed limits, who gives a fuck? And there was no joke. There was a guy pulled up beside me in this piece of shit car. And he says to me, floor it, man. I'm like, cool. And I floored it. Anyway, I don't know how, but this, this prick beat me off the line at these set of lights in this piece of shit car and he's like going he's beating you man he's beating you and I'm like fuck he won't beat me and we're like doing like 120 in a 60 zone to get up the fuck out of the car park but all the way up to the next set of lights near the train station where we went there were nerds running out of the Westfield shopping centre like fucking 28 days later. Mm-hmm. They look like There's zombies. There's people running to get to the last train. People There's... are running to get to the last train. People are running to get to their cars. And they're nerds with their Fallout 4 boxes going, ah! Ah! and they're running. And they're like, what the fuck? And this is weird. But flash forward <laughs> to, what was it, last year? Yeah, I, No, it was earlier this year, I think. What? We're in JB for some reason. What was it? There was no. A I think it was uh, there was another launch that we went to. What did we? There was to? another. Mid- what was the fucking midnight launch we did this year? Oh, I can't remember. Hold oh, on. Red Dead Redemption last year. Yeah, that's it. October last year. So we're 20, 2018. We decided we'll do another midnight launch for a yet another fucking overrated. And that was game. a debacle because we went. I with wasn't the wrong... a big fan of Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's very peak human yeah, coffee. Yeah, we'll get to that maybe. We'll get to that maybe. So we fucking did another midnight launch for that bullshit, and I'd convinced like Pedro and other people to come down. And here we are, lining up. And Mind no- you, you were lining up. Of all the people, you oh, it's yeah. fucking scorching hot. Yeah, There's scorching no air conditioning. Hot. It's fucking. Oh, He's about to pass out mate, because of- they, they fucking. So everyone pissed off. They go, you get was, you get my copy. Yeah, because what happened was I paid for them all, right. And they said, oh, it's too hot because the Westfields tend to shut the air conditioning off at midnight or thereabouts to save money. And it's fucking 45 degrees outside. It'd be about 60 inside. I'm ready to pass out. The worst person to give this responsibility to, they gave it to me. And these fucking idiots, and I'll call them out now. They know who they fucking are because they listen to this bullshit. We're standing by a big giant fan that the shop had put on (laughs) because people were passing out. And they're standing there looking as cute. Cool as cucumbers. Shout out to Nervous Nervous Nathan. Shout out to Nervous Nathan. <laughs> shout out to the drunken monkey, the one with the cockney accent. They know who they fucking are. And shout out to Pedro, the suppressive personality. They know. And I was standing by they were standing by this fan doing like fanning themselves like this, like they're on fucking holiday. Mind you, the fans are all switched off. They turn that fan on deliberately. They turn the fan on themselves <laughs> a pricks. They plugged it right? in at JB Hyper. Standing in this line, uh... wilting, ready to pass out, wilting. Right, sweat coming out everywhere. It was so hot, but no bullshit. What we're doing in the line, getting ready to get our boxes, because I'm I, the whole time I said to Jason, "Where's old mate?" And he's like, "Oh, maybe old mate's not coming. Maybe something's happened." Maybe old, old mate. mate died of a heart maybe attack. It's another thirty yeah. kilos finished him off. <laughs> no bullshit. As soon as we said it, here he comes. He doof, fucking doof, walked doof, in doof. to the JB Hi-Fi. Doof, 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 doof. <laughs> right. And no bullshit, he had the same fucking headphones he had on mm-hmm. before, like back in 2013. <laughs> straining a bit. <laughs> right, straining a bit. I said to him, he's put on another... He's put on another... <laughs> mate, no bullshit, he put on another 30 kilos. He starts pissing himself. I go, what? He goes, it's fucking old, mate. I looked over my shoulder. I go, holy shit, it's old, mate. 
Mm. Old mate walks through the shopping centre as proud as punch VIP. He got some bullshit. Yeah, walks straight up to the desk, yeah, bang. Straight up to the desk because he got that bullshit, you know, the loot box one. Yeah. With, a, with Didn't even come with a game, but he got it. And he must have. they must have said, well, look, just come up and grab it. Mm-hmm. He was the only bloke that bought it and he walked off. That's the third time we <laughs> saw old mate. like he's a JB Hi-Fi franchisee or something. Mate, well, we saw him no, at EB. No, EB. EB, yeah. originally. So for, for 2013 for Grand Theft Auto mm-hmm. 5, we saw him at EB. We saw him at EB for Fallout 4, and then at JB, we'd all had the shits with EB at this point. Because they were more expensive. Because they, they were more expensive it, yeah. and giving away a, a ridiculous edition or whatever it was. We said, let's pre-order it at JB, and old mate turned up again. That's three times. So what I'm saying here is, if we did a midnight launch of Cyberpunk 2077, you know what? You should come. Because <laughs> you will right? point you out to old mate. Old mate will be there, and I'm telling another you now. 30 kilos. He'll be another 30 <laughs> kilos, but he'll have the same headphones on. He'll be like, they'll be stretched. <laughs> They'll be like, they'll be so wide. There'll be these giant headphones, but he'll be there. I'm just thinking, you remember the fat, fat vampire in Blade when he sits yeah. there torturing her with the, the. That's what it'll be. It'll be him. It's fucking beautiful. Because it's exactly what he's like. Every time we go to a midnight launch, we're like, where's old mate? And he turns up. So um, I'll tell you what, let's do it. We'll I'm, do- I'm PC Master Race, though. No, like, so am I. My, my, un- say, my yeah. unlock is just going. Oh, it's unlocked. Yeah, it's but, unlocked. But, it's but, I, I didn't even but, take. But look, you know what? I've, I've talked about this before, right? One thing I like about consoles over mm. PCs, and I'm not going to argue that PCs are not superior or are superior because they are superior, 100. Mm-hmm. percent I'm not going to get in that debate with you. But why I like consoles is, at the moment, in the future, won't be this. It'll be different. I like me. I like getting my disc, my yep. physical disc, right? <clears throat> and yes, I can buy it. Digitally, but I get ripped off by that because it's more expensive nine times out it of ten. On PlayStation, yeah. yeah, but I do like that bullshit of a midnight release and getting my game and nerding out and seeing people like old mate, right? And if Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven has a midnight launch, which I dare say they probably will, I'll fucking go. And I want and I want to see old mate there. You know what I mean? I'll be like, yeah, it's complete. You know, like, there's very few games in the horizon. He'll be there I'm, collecting his fucking jacket. He'll get the one with the uh, statue. If there's one with a statue, old mate will buy it. He got the best of the best, old mate. But I don't know, man. I, I That's the only reason why I still buy the, the discs is because of that. Like, I don't like this this uh, streaming idea with Stadia, the Google one. Well, I don't I, like I it. I think the problem with, with streaming games is so I've I've tried a few of them over the generations, and the problem is is that like you the can still one. yeah you can still tell with the latency mm. and like especially being in Australia that's not going to no. improve just you know physics no um so I because yeah, I, I'm not a big fan like I like <clears throat> I'm at the point now where because my home internet's so bad I have to use 4G. Mm. Which basically means I won't play online games anymore no. because it's just it, you can't like, do sit it. there with a two hundred yeah. ping. It's yeah. just like yeah, I'm. I feel like I'm in nineteen ninety nine again. Mm-hmm. But six K modem. It's but but just, even if let's say from a, a wonder of science, the internet connection was up to snuff, and you could easily stream your game at four K sixty, and you didn't have any latency. Let's say it was wonderful. I don't like it because I don't own anything. That's my view in the world, right? The reason why I still buy discs is is that I own it. Now, it, what's the value of it? It's probably not much value at all because you could, you know, you can trade those discs in or you could sell them on eBay mm-hmm. for basically nothing. But the point is I own it, right? And what they're doing with streaming is they're taking that away from me and I don't like it. 
I, I live with it for music because of convenience. Because I can Spotify something and play a, a list of whatever it's picked up as my trends of, of, of my consumption habits <coughs> with say, music. But you say that but now for music, but the same thing's going to happen for gaming. As it well. will happen, but I don't like it. Well, that, yeah. was, the, you know? that was the thing that Microsoft got criticised with mm. the Xbox One. Yeah. That's when they originally announced it. It was like, you're not going to own your game, you're going mm-hmm. to rent them, it's yep. all going to be online only. And it was only when everybody kicked off that yeah. they kind of reneged mm. but it was already too late yeah. but obviously I'd, the recent announcements have all been moving the same thing. back to yeah. that but you know yeah. what Microsoft were a little bit too early on the scene with that and I think I'll defend them slightly and I've said this in the past when the Xbox One came out I can understand their methods to their madness because they would have seen the numbers on how many Xbox 360s were connected to the internet mm-hmm. and they would have said most of our uh, users are connected to the internet doing something. And what we're saying is we want you to connect to the internet even more, right? But the way they did it was very poor. The way they communicated it was very poor. And they had it wrapped up in a whole bunch of other bullshit like the Connect and all that other stuff. People didn't want it, okay? But if you were to pull that move in 2018, oh, sorry, 2019, 2020, you'd probably get away with it now. Like if you, well, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. But if, but if they came out today and they said you have to connect the uh, the Scarlet to the internet all the time for it to work properly, I think most people would be more accepted. They could accept that more than they could back in 2013. What people are now struggling with is you have to stream your games. Hmm. People are struggling with that. Well, uh, and you know I think I mean? really Scarlet is the middle piece. It's more of a hybrid model. So you're going to have a very powerful box, but some of the rendering and stuff yeah. will happen in the back end. So going back to the, you will always need to be connected to the internet. I can see that being a reality. For I the can next see gen. that being yeah. a reality too. Well, there's a lot of PC games now that do that. Like yeah, everybody, absolutely. Everybody's been criticizing Ubisoft for it for years. Mm-hmm. Like that is, it's the way that they And go. you know what? The yeah. other thing is too, this is a reality of it. And I know people don't want to hear it, but... If you're not connecting to the internet, your game is gimped because you're not getting those patch updates, right? So somewhere along the line, the developer's updating that game for some reason. It might be a, like a minor reason, like maybe adding a new game plus feature or a photo mode feature, but nine times out of ten, it's to fix some bullshit they found mm-hmm. in the back end when they've released it. So if you're not connecting to the internet, you, there is a very big chance that you're going to come across some kind of bug, right? And that's why these games constantly get updated. Like even on the PS4, I'll log on there and all the time there's some kind of update for something, right? My biggest problem with my PS4 at the moment is like every time I turn it on, I'm waiting for 10 minutes. It's at like, least. It's like, oh, I'm yeah. going to download the newest version, then I'm going to update your game. And it's just like, ah. Yeah, but that... But do you leave it on standby? It is, but for some reason, some of the updates they'll download, but they won't install. So, mm. like, it sits there and it's still going to go through that. Uh, you know what? I've, my big gripe with the PS4 is, and this is what I hope they improve in the future with the PS5 is, if you're going to update it, install the fucking thing. Yeah. Don't don't just install. Do it. Just, just do, do it. it. Yeah. Don't don't let me execute the fucking game. Right, and then you start to install it. Or give me some bullshit message saying, well, if you don't install it now, some features might not work because I get that a lot too. Yeah. And that that does bug me and I'll agree with you on that because if it's on standby, why isn't it actually updating itself fully? Why does mm-hmm. it have to wait for me to execute the game? I don't understand. But I'm not a developer. I don't know no, how it's like, Oh, works. you have to sign into the PlayStation Network. It's like, well, why don't you just do that? Exactly. Why don't you just stay <laughs> locked, signed in? Why don't you just do in? it? Yeah, exactly. I'll, 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 I'm with you on that. And look, my my concern with this generation of 
consoles, well, we're going to talk about that now, if we want to talk about that now, is they came very dangerously close to PCs and a lot of the convenience of traditional consoles went away. Yep. So what you could argue, again, oh, look, I prefer better definition with my graphics. I prefer better frame rates. I'm with you on that. I'm not going to argue with that, right? But the one thing I always liked about any console, Mega Drive, whatever it was, I turned it on, I put the game in, and it was away. And I didn't have bullshit, right? But this generation, they're effectively PCs. And more than the previous generation, so your PS3 and Xbox 360, this generation, I see more updates, I see more system updates. Mm -hmm. And when I turn my console on, oh, fuck, it wants to do this. And you're right, I just want to play my game. I don't want to have to sit here for a half an hour now while it's telling me you need to do this or you need to do that. Well, why didn't you do it when I had you on standby? And look, there's probably a really good reason for it. I don't know what it is, but it does, it does bug me too. Because yeah. if you're going to be like that, you might as well be a PC. Well, you know? I, I, I don't know. Like for me, it's, it's going to be an interesting one as we go to the next generation because I think if they can actually improve the convenience because for whatever criticisms there are of Steam, and there are many, yep. like these days it just works and you mm. never think about it. And I found I find my P PS4 more irritating for it. But there is a lot of advantage to sitting there on a sofa with a controller and a big TV. That's why I do and it. That's why though, I do though, it. Though you might not like the game. Like Red Dead for me was one of the first ones where I played it and I, I was going through it and genuinely just thinking you know what these graphics are good enough yeah like yeah, is yeah. is my pc objectively better yes is it objectively better in enough that's going to make me care you know what it's probably not so like, i've said this before. steadier frame rates yeah. all of those things like the things they're talking about with scarlet and it's like oh we'll do 120 frames a second and 8k and it's like you know what it's probably going to be enough like, this is what i was saying before on a previous podcast if these boxes sound like they're going to be expensive. They're going to go for 500 US bucks, right? But if you're going to put a Ryzen Generation 2 or Ryzen 2 CPU in there with a Navi GPU, that's the latest and greatest stuff, apart from the CPU. CPU's now gone to... They just released a Gen 3, haven't they? they AMD. Have. But let's argue... I, I want one. Yeah, I want, I want, I want. But but here's the thing. 16 cores. Yes. Na Navi, Navi's, that's a lot of cores. Na Navi's brand new, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So, okay... Well, it's not even out yet. It's not even out, right? If they put that onto an APU and they give you a, they're giving you an SSD... Mm -hmm. So, again, you're right. What you just said is perfectly right. If that machine for 500 bucks US dollars gives you a performance advantage over what we've got today, which it absolutely will, and it gives you a performance advantage with all the convenience that we have with consoles or we should have with consoles but it's just a little bit maybe not quite as good as a top end pc or maybe a middle range pc who gives a fuck if it's convenient that's my no, exactly that's my argument right yes i'll always get better definition i'll always get better frame rates i'll always get better you know resolution on a pc because i can spend as much as i want right i can spend what a thousand bucks just on a graphics card? If Easy. I want, I wish it was only a thousand dollars. Yeah, I was going to say mine's over a thousand. <coughs> if I want, I can mm. spend fifteen hundred bucks, can't I? Easy. Yes. So and if two, the sky's the limit, yeah, right? three and the four sky's and, the limit. Yeah. And you're right; that will blow anything they do for the next generation out of the water when it comes to these new systems. But they're not asking you to spend fifteen hundred dollars just for a graphics card, right? If they ask you to spend. I think they're going to go for seven hundred bucks here, because the rumours are five hundred US. 
Which isn't bad. Well, what was the PS4 at launch? Oh, they were cheaper. They were three ninety nine US and about five hundred Australian. Yeah, which is pretty good when you I think about two. it. Yeah. Right. So, so, but these are going to be a much bigger jump in terms of hardware, I think, than what we got. Well, that's with what the, the, and that's what what we, saying. I think what's going to be interesting with them as well is like because because the last gen like architecturally was so close to being a PC. Yeah. Like normally when and the a new pretty low sorry and a pretty uh, weak. PC. Yeah, yeah, it, they, they were like all right. Yeah, like, they were okay. Yeah, like we, our frame of reference for what's a good PC isn't the same as most people's. Mm. Like most people sit there with their little ten fifty graphics card that costs like two hundred dollars and whatever. But it, it was roughly equivalent to that sort of thing at that point in time. But I think what will be interesting is like those generation, like every console generation when they first come out. The first games are terrible. Mm-hmm. And they're yeah. terrible because they don't know how to program for it. They don't know how to get the advantage. They don't know how to do all the tweaks that are going to optimize the performance, which is why mm-hmm. even over five, six years, you still get big like fidelity jumps. But I think because it's going to be architecturally similar, I suspect that it won't be the same this time, that they will just come out and be parity with... Well, that was, that was the big thing with the uh, PS4 and the Xbox One. When they came out, they're x86-based machines, yep. okay? And people were saying, were running around going, well, if Battlefield 4, I think it was, was only running at 900p on both systems, don't worry about it. The developers will unlock its potential. But what the reality was was that, no, they already have mm. because they're x86-based PC, basically PCs, highly customized ones. There is no secret source. There might be a little bit here and there, but that's it. You know what I mean? I just but think it takes in, time but, for the but, game engines to No, no, to but back up. in the old days, to, just, to, just to keep hmm. my frame of uh, thoughts here, when you had the PS3, that thing was fucking alien hardware, man. That cell processor... Aliens. Interdimensional aliens came and they gave Ken Kutaragi the ability to create a... CPU for the PS3 we have used here at Everwars.com. What if, instead of having one processor, we had eight? They're fucking <laughs> insane. Mate, Ken Kutaragi must have done a line of coke of a fucking hooker's ass. Nice. LSD. And you know what? Mm-hmm. You know he, Shrooming the both. shit out. Do you know the story with that? He went to Sony. This is no bullshit. I, I read this. He went to Sony and said, I think the cell processor in the PS3 is powerful enough with it. They're called... Um, uh, so there's another there's individual processes inside the cell called SPs, not suppressive personalities. SP processes. It's capable of doing graphics on its own. It doesn't need a GPU. And Sony went, no, you fucking lost it, Ken. We need a GPU in there. And then all the developers said, no, we need a GPU, Ken. What the fuck? You, you've lost it. And at the last minute, Sony decided to put a GPU into the thing, but it was a weak ass GPU. Yeah. It had to be to keep the cost down. But it was also a last-minute effort to try and put something into it. And so from day one, developers were like, this thing's a fucking debacle because, one, the cell process is totally different from anything we've ever played with before. And if we want to use this GPU you've put into it, it's actually pretty weak. And you don't have unified system memory. All this bullshit. And so that's why Sony, when Mark Cerny come into, came into the picture and, does, and was the lead architect for the PS4, he went, fuck that shit. I'm going to go into AMD... I'm going to treat it like a Walmart and I'm going to say, I want that and I want this and I want that and I want to put it into a box. And that's what they basically did. It was highly customized as well, but it was basically an x86 APU, events processing unit. That's what they put into it, right? 
And that made the developers really happy because they could go, oh, it's like developing for a PC. Cool. But the problem is there was no secret source left in the tank, really. Not, not a lot. And so when the early games that we got, yeah, they got improved as time went on, but they didn't have that mon- monumental leap like we did back in the previous generation. Those very first PS3 games and those very first Xbox 360 games are night and day different from the last generation of 360 games Mm -hmm. and PS3 games. Night and day, right? Particularly on the PS3, once they finally worked out how to unlock the potential of that thing, the games look totally different. It's almost like a different machine. Look at like The Last of Us. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. That's a great one. So look at The Last of Us compared to Uncharted 1, right? Night and day difference. It's almost like, is this the same machine I'm playing it on? But you won't... We won't necessarily ever see that again. Not as much. Because these, these machines are going to give us are going to be pretty much highly customized PCs. And yeah, they've got, they can tweak them. And yeah, they can do some funky tricks with them. But I don't think it will ever get that, that dynamic loop that we I, have. I think there's still opportunities though. Like, there is. Yeah, one, I agree with one, that. One of the... So what you're talking about is effectively developer productivity. Mm-hmm. And when you're ever doing anything with software, that's actually the overriding factor is what people can be productive with. But what the newer generation will have is that a lot of game development this these days comes down to the middleware. So it's mm-hmm. effectively the things that generate the trees, that do the procedural yep. textures, mm-hmm. and it's all of those things. And so up until now, they've not ha- been able to do middleware in a way that's multi-cored and can make take use of these larger processes and so i suspect what will happen is over the next five years those will become more of a thing that that dream that they had with cell where they'd go oh well we can have the ai for the things Mm -hmm. running on one cell and another one i suspect that it will come that the middleware will enable them to do that yeah they can focus on the stuff on top and then not that they'll look massively better from from the beginning to the end because you're, you're limited by textures and everything else. But they'll be a richer Somebody's experience. just come out with an article on that. Um, I don't know if it was Cerny or somebody, some lead architect somewhere. It might have even been from Microsoft. can't remember the exact source of it. And mind you, what I've just said, I, I speak out of my ass because I don't have your background where I'm, I'm not a technical person. I only know this shit because I'm a nerd and I read too much. And I've got way too much time on my hands, so I've done some research on it. But somewhere... A few over, chats with old mate. And a couple of chats with old mate while playing <laughs> Magic <laughs> the Gathering. But no, somewhere along the way in the last week or two, someone's written an article saying uh, the next generation won't show you a massive loop in graphical fidelity. It'll be better, higher resolution, better frame rates. But just as you said, what the real potential is is with a better, particularly in the processor department, they're able to do better things with AI, and they're able to do better things with maps and better yeah. things with that sort of well, stuff. Well, not, not, not just that. The fact that they'll be able to render a lot more in the cloud as well. So a lot of that AI piece could actually be calling off services in the cloud, and then that's called upon inside the game in real time, and then you're freeing up processor capabilities, and then you're able to apply that to other things. Well, the, yeah. the, the learning in the cloud as well, like machine yeah. learning. and yeah. like You could imagine, and the, it's making me shudder thinking about it, but do a Dark Souls where it learns how to beat you mm, by yeah. what everybody's doing. So yeah. all of the things just... Yeah, but so I the, think basically, yeah, you... Or think about, uh, you know, first-person shooters. Fighting Skynet. Yeah, but yeah, you know yeah what? exactly. You become... Yeah, But I learns. think the big thing will be, initially anyway, will be that with the architecture that at least Sony's announced and what Microsoft's basically confirmed that they're running too, 
you're going to immediately see better frame rates on console hardware because the CPUs on the APU that they use today, that Jaguar uh, CPU is rubbish. And it was never designed to do what it's currently doing. It was designed to actually go into mobile mm-hmm. equipment like tablets, yep. right? So it's really weak stuff. But AMD didn't have the technology back then to supply either Sony or Microsoft with a processor like the Ryzen chip on an APU, advanced processing unit. So that's a big jump. That's before you even talk about what they've got with GPUs. That's before you talk about having an SSD into it. So I actually, I'm excited about it. I actually think if they sell a thing like that for 500 US bucks. It'll be a fucking beast. Right. And it costs us, say, 700, 800 bucks. Right. I think it's awesome money, value for money. I think that's what they're looking at. They're looking at, there's also a rumor that uh, particularly Sony looked at the success of Microsoft with their Xbox One X and how people were prepared to pay 500 US dollars mid-generation for a refreshed console and see it as a premium device, right? And I think they've gone, you know what? People are willing to pay a little bit extra to get a lot better performance. I think that's what they've looked at. And they've said, you know what? Like a 32X. We'll just slot. Yeah. CD32, wasn't it? Yeah. 32X, I've got one. It's a, <laughs> it's a disaster. But you know what? I'm looking forward to it. But the question will be, do you think Cyberpunk 2077 will be a, a, a re, what do they call it? A remastered edition for the PS5 slash Scarlet. I think, well, I th- I think, I think it will be. Well, I think that's just going to be whatever the PC version is in April, right? Yeah. So the, the one that they release for those consoles at the end of the year will have those yeah. extra shiny bits. Like I just want be, it now, man. Same. It's, yeah. um, if you could bring all... And especially with the like, whole neon Blade Runner-ish yeah. type thing. like You can imagine when they bring the, the lighting, like the, what do you call the, the ray, ray tracing. Ray tracing. Well, that's yeah. big. Like, when they announced ray tracing for a console, that's huge. Because yeah. they've only just released ray tracing in the last, what, year. six yeah. months or yeah. year. On, it's terrible on PC as well. Like it, it runs like crap. Yeah, it does. It's killed the performance of PCs. But when they announced it on a console, I went, shit. They're serious about this now. And then when they said, oh, we're also shipping with SSDs, I've gone, they're not mucking around with this stuff now. Because they, I think, look, unfortunately, I think it's a, a swan song for the consoles. I think it's going to be a really nice send-off in terms of hardware because you could debate and argue till the cows come home that five years after the consoles get released in 2020, you'll be looking at streaming, right? That That's a reality, I think, or a very possible reality and if it comes to that, you can quote me now. If I'm still around on the planet, fuck streaming. I'll go back to PC gladly. I'll build another PC. I've built many in the past, so I've had people build it for me. I'll be happy. I'll happily play on hardware as opposed to streaming. Fuck it. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a PC or a console. Even if that means you have to deal with Steam again, I can live with Steam. I just don't like its policies. I do. I, I. I. I look. I've said on record, with I don't know if you heard what I said with Steam, and I'm sure you probably can debate me on it, and I'm happy, I'm happy to have a debate on it. My problem with Steam is they've done nothing with it, right? And they've got caught out. And now Epic Game Store is a reality, and people are complaining that things are going exclusively to Epic Game Store, right? But that's a free... That's the... That's, Mark, that's the marketplace. You know what I mean? The developers are getting a better deal. What's shitty about it, I don't know if you know about this, but EaseNet, who are the who are the publishers for Shen, Shenmue uh, 3, mm-hmm. 
have just pulled the rug underneath everybody that pre-ordered it on Steam and have announced that it's going exclusive on the Epic Game Store. And there's no real talk of refunds, and that is bullshit. Yeah, no. That is, that's bad, right? And I do agree that's poor, right? And I don't know who's to blame on that. I'm assuming it's EaseNet. But whoever it is, that's really bad, and they need to look at refunding those people because that's a Kickstarter that was probably, what, back in the works from 2016, I think, when it was first announced. I, yeah, I, backed, I backed it on PC. And I backed it as well, yep. but I've got a PS4 copy coming. But the point is is that you, if you've... And, and Metro Exodus was the other one. Mm-hmm. When they said initially it was... Uh, I think it was Metro Exodus. It was originally a Steam only or, or a Steam title or a Steam available title. And then all of a sudden it went across to the Epic Game Store. So my problem isn't the competitive nature of the marketplace because I think Steam really needed competition. I'll, I'll agree with you that the, the issue is is that you can't take one off the other and not refund people that have pre-ordered it on the original storefront. That's bad, right? If you've paid money or you've put your money down or pre-ordered something on a storefront such as Steam and then later on find out that that's not, not, not available on that platform anymore and you don't have any way of getting your money reimbursed to you, that's that's bad, right? But I'd say illegal. I think it probably would be found right. to be illegal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, like, like the only reason Steam does refunds in Australia is because they were forced to. Well, have you to, heard so. that the ACCC are, investi- are suing Sony? You heard about this? No. So the ACCC, so the, uh, what is it? The Anti-Corruption, Anti-corruption Consumer, Consumer Commission, Commission yeah. are suing Sony for their refund practices. So Sony or recently, up, or, well, no, no, they recently updated their refund practices on their PSN store, which was basically that if I bought a game on PSN and I hadn't played it yet and I decided, oh shit, I didn't want that game or I've already got it or something, whatever, they will refund it, but they'll put the money back into your online wallet. And the ACCC are looking at it saying as anti-consumer, it should go back to your credit card. Mm-hmm. which I think is fair. Yep. So I hope the ACCC do sue Sony over that or do at least get Sony to change their refund policies. And you know who else will follow suit will be Nintendo because they don't have a fucking refund policy to speak of. And in fact, it was bodies like the ACCC in other parts of the world that made Steam change their bullshit re- yeah, refund the policies. EU. Hmm. The EU changed it, right? Because without that, Steam would do whatever the fuck they wanted, right? But now they've actually arguably got the better refund policy of any other platform maybe I, I still wish there was the drop down option for it's shit yes mm-hmm. like oh that's not yeah. suitable or not what I expected yeah I yeah. expected they it allow to you not to be play shit it. I expected it to <laughs> be playable they allow yeah. you to play it for two hours don't they and then so, you can yeah two hours or, uh, or for up to two weeks after buying it so mm-hmm. or no so two weeks after it's launched okay because a few people like as you're saying like the their customer service isn't the best and so some people have like pre-ordered games launched them there, there was one that was quite famously um no man's sky mm-hmm. um, yeah. so when that was first released a lot of people bought it pre-ordered it asked for the well, a lot of people refund, got but be, they were like oh well you bought that over yep. two weeks ago it's yep. like, but i've been playing it 20 minutes yeah now a lot of people got hoodwinked on uh, no man's sky it's actually not bad it's actually stuff. pretty good now i've, I've got, got it on pc like it. Yeah. i i got it Look, I'm guilty as charged. I got hoodwinked hood on it as well when it first came out, but I blame Sony on that because they made it out to be bigger than Ben-Hur. Because what I really, really want is another Wing Commander game. I want something like yeah, no Wing, Commander, Wing Commander or I want TIE well, Fighter. Well, one of us are going to be alive when Star Citizen comes yeah, out. Yeah, <laughs> I tell you what, that's bullshit too. 
That's crap. I cannot believe. I can I tell you a story? I used to work with a bloke who spent thousands of dollars on buying ships that he supposedly was testing, and I said to him. I'm not smart and I'm not into the PC sphere as much as I used to be, so I'm a bit out of touch on that shit. Are you playing the game? Oh, no, no, I'm beta testing or I'm doing some alpha testing for the, this shit, but if I, when it comes to retail, I keep everything I've got. I said, but what the fuck? How much money have you spent? He reckons he spent thousands of dollars for a game that isn't even out yet. You're fucking insane. It's not even in beta. It's not even in beta. Exactly. It's not even that far along. And this has been going for how long? How long's uh, Star Citizen six, been going? Six years. Because that, that, that was the thing. So when they did the kick... That's Chris Roberts, isn't it? Yeah. That's, yeah, so, yeah. so Mr. Wing Commander. Mr. Wing Commander, but yeah. Mr. can't release a game as well. Exactly. So every time yeah. he's had a game released, it's because the publisher's cracked the shits with him and taken it off and launched it. But mm. like they, they did the Kickstarter for... Star Citizen at, at roughly the same time that they did the one for Elite. And um, so they were both raising money at the same time. Elite went with a much smaller scope. They iterated over a time to build it. Now they're ramping that down. And it's looking fairly likely that Elite 2 will be out before, before. Star Citizen has yeah. been launched at all. That's fucking What do you think is going to happen with that? What do you think is going to happen with Star Citizen? Do you like, think he's going to get dragged into some kind of courtroom and say, I, I, explain yourself, or what's going to happen? I don't think there's anything that can really happen. Like, There's no recourse. That's the problem. Mm. Like All of these things, it's effectively classed as a donation. Like mm. Somebody might... like, Could you pro- possibly scrape up a class action against it? Maybe, but... What are you going to get out of it? They can still demonstrate progress, but... Yeah, it's but there's got to be. It's, it's a weird cult, like that whole community as well. That, like the Kickstarter every time, community. Hmm. No, the the around Star Citizen. Oh yeah, like yeah. You, you read and anybody that attacks them, yeah. it's like, oh, but nobody's trying to do all of yeah. this. It's like well, that's when, because nobody's mental. When I hmm. when I was working with this guy, he used to come up to me and print out. Oh mate, I'm telling you, this is another world. He's a bit touched as well. He used to print out. <laughs> he touched uh, me here. He touched, touched me there, and he touched me here in the bum hole. In the bu- <laughs> on the buttocks. <laughs> But he used to print out the ships that he purchased because he knew I used to like playing games. And uh, I said to him, look, man, I don't play PC games at the moment. I'm playing, this is back, I'm playing on the 360. This is back Mm. a few years ago. This is how long it is, right? I reckon this is going back six years ago. No bullshit. Because he'd come with like a list of, oh, I bought this ship last night. I go, what do you mean bought it? I bought it for this game. Star Citizen. It's one you can't play yet. I go, but a game you can't play, you're buying shit on it. He goes, yeah. I go, I don't, I don't understand. I, that doesn't make any sense to me, right? Like, I'll play the game. I said to him, look, I'll play this game when it's in a box. Okay, development began in 2011. There you go. And I was talking to this guy, I reckon, 20... Katana. I was talking to this guy around about 2013, 14, maybe 15 on it. And this is, and he would literally do this repeatedly, mate. He would be sp- spending money on different classes of ships, or he'd always, and he got onto some program where you do testing for it. He was right hardcore into it. And I said, look, I'm only interested in any game when it's available on the shelf at a shop, or I can download it on a PC. That's it. If I can't download it on Steam or wherever it's going to be, one of those multi multiple launches on the PC, I am not interested on it in in it at all, at all, right? Because it's not a finished product. What are you playing? 
What do you, what is this? Yeah, you know, like, I I regret it. Like I did back the Kickstarter, mm. so did I, you? I, did, okay. I do own Star Citizen theoretically, but like it's just dead money to me now. Like, You'll be an old I'm, man by the time it comes out. Yeah, it'll never come like, out. Like so, I don't know if you guys ever saw Eve Online. Um, yes, yep. that yeah. was a big community too. Yeah, so Eve Online, yeah. I was very very into to like the point that I went to like the the fan fest that they have in oh, Iceland Jesus. and all of this stuff. <laughs> it was mostly an excuse to go to Iceland. And, yeah, fair enough. Um, like I've got cl- good friends. That I met through that, mm. so that whole thing of Star Citizen it was like, this could be the next one, boys. Like we could yeah. get into this, mm. but it's just. just were you into it's Elite? Vaporware. Uh, so Elite um, loved the first one. I used to like. So when I was at school, I used to um, finish my work just so I could go and play it on the the BBC microcomputer. Um, Frontier Elite, um, which was the yep. the second one, is probably still my most played game ever. Um, so I was full on hyper focus mm. for years um, playing that. Um, the the one after was a bit crap. Um, Is that Elite Dangerous? No. So there was another one that was after uh, Frontier Elite, which was I can't remember what it was called, but it was like a couple of years later. But there was all sorts of development mm. problems because Ian Bell and David Brabham had fallen out and um, in a big way, and so they just launched it and it was a bug ridden mess. Mm. Um, and then, yeah, Elite Dangerous came out in like 2015, 2016. Yeah, it's on, it's on the consoles as yeah, well. Yeah. And it, it's good, but I, I, for me, I found that they they went to this weird place where it was kind of online and kind of not. Mm. And so, and when it wasn't, it was faking that it was. Um, and so, it doesn't have the same thing of just being able to get into it and play and having to stress out about, oh, can I t- just turn this off and all of the other stuff. And mm. I just didn't find it hooked in the same way. And I've been back to it a couple of times since. So I've got like all the expansion packs and everything, but it's just never, it's never really hooked in the yeah. same way. But um, also is a VR game that is very, very good on VR. Um, okay. Just unfortunately not so much with the Vive. Okay. So the Oculus and the Vive, they have a, a different rendering technique um and the the vibes is better um mm. in, for a lot of things but the oculuses is clearer for things like text and so mm. when you're f- flying playing that game and you're trying to read the gui you can't on the vibe like it took them like a year and a bit of just doing these release 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 until anything was readable because mm. it was just like this blurry screen doored mess but which um, is why dcs is the way dcs is right? yeah yeah exactly yeah. so like the 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 VR doesn't have the resolution yet to be able to do those sorts of mm. things and with the different rendering styles. So what's your take on VR? Because I've got mixed feelings on it, to be honest. Uh, I, So I love it. I think it's the future. Um, I spent a good chunk it's of... It's the future, Jerry. I, I, I spent a good chunk of time um, trying to do a business that was inspired by VR and some of the things that were going to be possible. But I think there's great experiences to be had, but there's a lot of weaknesses that are mostly down to the technology. Um, so if you compare doing like the, the like HTC sorry HTC Vive or a, a Rift, like they're great and they've got the the, the sensors that mm. enable you to get the great experience, but the just the resolution isn't that great. Whereas you play like like even just the um, Google Cardboard thing that you whack over the front of your mm. phone doesn't have a lot of the same problems because the screens are so much higher quality, but then the positioning's terrible. Mm. So I think as long as they don't stop the investment into it i think next few years it will kind of come off but now it's just niche and not really there like until you get to the um i can't remember the company's name the uh there's the crazy scam company that's done the 
done their augmented reality mm. oh, yeah. or magic leap that was it yeah um, okay sorry yep, yep. who were definitely not a scam to any lawyers working but um, <laughs> we don't give a fuck about lawyers I, I but yeah so yeah. so the magic leap's got um it, it's got the form factor down so the form factor is almost it's like the the hollow lens mm-hmm. but taken the next further so it's it's basically like cyberpunk goggles over mm. your face um but still doesn't have the technology so i think once they've covered those things off it will be there so the the, the ex, as an experience it's unsurpassed like you 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 sit there like freaking out on your tv like mm. you sit there playing a flight sim and you're freaking yeah. out because you're doing a loop the loop and that, mm. it's amazing but it's just not the technology to support it yeah i was telling you before upstairs i've got the psvr which i think is probably the most consumer friendly affordable VR unit. That's the easiest not, way to get into it. It's the easiest way to yeah. get into VR. Yeah. It's not the best, but it's the easiest way to get into VR. But my experience with VR, and I'm going to try it again because maybe it was the time that I was doing it, but I had that funny, weird, nauseous sensation come over me when I was playing Russia Blood, which was like you're in a roller coaster and you're moving. Well, your mind says you're moving, but you're physically not moving. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, I wanted to hurl in think, the living room. I think room. those are the things that will ultimately limit it. Like it, a lot of it is down to what your body can handle. Yeah. So it's like travel sickness. Like some people get it, some people don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't feel it at all. Like I sit there and like it might twist my mind a bit when I do a loop the loop, but I don't get sick. And I, mm. like, I've never played a first person shooter and got I motion never have sickness either. where I've had friends no. who. Like they can't play. Yes, them, so they'll just stop. I've known many, many people that tell me they can't play FPSs because they get motion sickness, and I've never had motion sickness ever in anything. There was one and game. You, what was that? What was that game where you're in the uh, mid nineties? Oh fuck! It's gonna Descent. Do, Descent. Descent. Descent was the one that yeah, that fucked was you up. That I was a bit that. of a three sixty thing. Yeah, I love that. game. I've never had that real feeling, but then when I was playing one or two. Games in, on that PS. Was the first game I got for PlayStation. Actually. Really? Descent. Yeah. Pretty you know cool. they're bringing it back. Get... You know it's coming back. Is it? I, I, is it? Yes. Descent. I think I saw something, but I might. Yeah. I think I'm thinking old. It's coming version, back. Yeah. I couldn't tell you offhand because I'm not googling anything. Whether it's a reboot or it's a new edition. They could do Descent and Red Faction, like merge those together. Yeah. Oh, that'd be sweet. But, but Descent's coming back. Um, but yeah. No, I'm I'm really really interested to see what Sony's going to do with PSVR for the PS5 because there's rumours that they're getting rid of that post processing unit that's going to be internal, so that gets rid of one extra box you got to hook up. If they can just eliminate half the fucking wires that stick out of your head, I'll be happy because that's the big barrier of entry for me is dealing with all that bullshit. You know what I mean? Clear that away, I'm happy. You know what the ultimate would be? You seen Black Mirror? Yep. You know when they put the little things on the side of their head, the little like mm-hmm. uh, dots on the side of their head, and they get transported into. I'm not sure I've seen that episode, but yeah, you know what I'm. That's what I want. You know, that's what I'm. That's what I want. I, I can't watch Black Mirror a lot. I find it too depressing. It's like, <laughs> can, can we have a happy episode? Please? Well, you know, the like new Brookers basically. Well, they just released the new se- uh, season of it. It's only three episodes. Yeah, I haven't seen happy? it yet. I bet it's not no, happy. No. Is it a bit dystopian? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> is it a bit? Must be something about the English. I don't know what it's it is. Bit, something about Charlie Brooker, even yeah. with his amazingly he pretty to, wife. He, he's fucking miserable because I'm telling that they're all like a bit. One of them's got my um, um, Miley Cyrus in it. Right. No bullshit, right? And I'm telling you now, I'm calling it. She isn't aging well at all. 
She's only, I'd say, what, early 20s? Well, she smokes and does drugs. She sounds like she smokes a pack a day at a minimum. She's got a deeper voice than I fucking do. That's no bullshit. Mm. She's smashing a dozer. She's smashing many a dozer. And she's got that real haggard look already. She won't age well. You know who she... Liam's hands was going to be cut in a few You know who she reminds me of? Lindsay Lohan. Yeah, yeah, a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Yes, yes. Same track. Yes, but another Pre GTA Five. But another <laughs> actress. This is going to push your your memory here. Just remember, I'm a lot younger. You yeah. are a lot younger than me, but we might have to Google it. Kathleen Turner, who was in Romancing the Stone, she played opposite Michael Douglas in the '80s. Right. right. In her younger days, she was quite attractive. Then menopause hit her, and she fell off a fucking cliff. And now she's got a pack a day smoking voice right and she looks like Jabba the Hutt at a, on, a, on a fucking good day maybe and she's you, got some Asian genes like just great 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 looks young looks young looks young menopause 50 years mm-hmm. shrinks two feet I'm not going to do it because I've been called racist and I'm trying to I'm in a self improvement program so I'm not going to go what problem <laughs> what, what's your problem oh what problem <laughs> I can't just, help myself just an observation I know. just an observation well they do don't they yeah. well anyway what I'm saying is you can see that she's starting to lose that cutesy you know when she was doing what is it like a bag of five no, like a, ba- a bag I'm, of cocaine and they'll do that watch to you. the episode she's in which is i think the first or second episode of the new series there's yeah, only, see that. I only it was three wrong. there's only yeah. three of them she's it's not a bad episode and she's very she's quite good in it what i'm saying is you'll watch it and go yeah i want to see you when you're in your 40s and go you lost your fucking what is it? What was it? What was it? The show elasticity that, in a skin. No, what was the show that she was in? Everyone loves not Hannah Montana. Hannah Montana. That's it. I've heard. <coughs> you fucking know. <laughs> Bullshit. Nah. Maybe it'll be like Kim Basinger though, where like very very pretty when she's younger and still, goes through a lot rough patch. Went rough. When, was, when was that? Magically emerged with the whole set of plastic surgery and looks really nice. Yeah. When was she in the rough patch? Like late nineties, like oh Batman era. Uh, like post, um, what was that? A school one, the Gangsters Paradise. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yep, yeah, yep. yeah. Like, yeah. So there was the few years after that where she um, lost it. She not that she lost it. Like she was still. She was okay, but just fuckable. Yeah, it just, <laughs> there's it's so Kim many. Basinger. Kim Burt. There's so many like, like that. You look at her now, and it's yeah. like it's like 15 years later. It's yeah. like how are you more attractive now than you were 15 years? Yeah, ago? Yeah. they all have work, and you can tell they've had work. You know who else has had work? I reckon Nicole Kidman for sure. Yeah, I, don't, I think you'd struggle to find the real bits of Nicole Kidman. These days. She looks fake as fuck. I'm telling you now, she don't look real. Well, they, they, they think that the 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 rumor is that she's got is it. Um, Scleria or something. Oh, there's, like Michael Jackson. Oh, really? there's, yeah. there's Skype, the tight skin thing that why she looks a bit skeleton-like. Yeah, mm. she doesn't look good, mate. I think you know what she reminds me of? Who? Like Beetlejuice. It's just like yeah. the same <laughs> But you know what? Days, she does. I'm she looking does. at her. She does. But you know what? Days of Thunder, she was hot. She was. Oh, yeah. Fucking Days She's of like, Thunder. Was she like 20 when yeah, she Yeah, yeah, she was. Yeah, of course she was. But... When that's why Tom Cruise was like in love with her. No, no, no it's not. It's like, oh, you 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 need a career. I can give you that if you mm-hmm. just yeah. if you mask you know my what? background. You know what the story is on that bullshit? No bullshit. Tom Cruise recognised she was a pre- suppressive personality. <laughs> no, that's no bullshit. You know who else was her? His other wife, Ka- uh, Katie Holmes. Was it Katie Holmes? Yeah. She didn't want to be part of the church. That's no bullshit. Because I watched a, a documentary on it, and he. 
that she she got out and he kicked her out. No, that because yeah. she didn't want to be part of it, and neither did Nicole. Who wants to be part of it? It's I, clearly fucking bollocks. I do because I want to be like the leader. I want to be the leader of the world via. I want to meet the the alien yeah, that comes create, down. You got to create us, your own. But none of us can afford that though, because it's like you've got to pay. Yeah, that's it, the best two, thing. Two hundred thousand. That's the best thing. To... We want to help you be enlightened, but how have you got a couple of million on you? Oh yeah, of course I fucking do. You know, what a fucking load of shit. Well. I don't know. You're gonna start your own. Well, that was the rumor, though, wasn't it? Though it was like he he wrote the book mm-hmm. as a bet that who can make who can start something that would raise right, a million did. dollars for the fans. Yeah. Yeah. So. Have you read any of his books at all? They're all shit. I, I, I started reading Battlefield. Earth. That's the only I, one. That's, that's the only one that's actually good. I don't. I didn't mind it, but I tell you what, over it's over a thousand pages. It's hard work to do it. He's no Arthur C. Clarke. No, 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 no. But Battlefield Earth wasn't bad. But I couldn't tell you what else what else he read. But you know what started all that was Dianetics. He wrote a book called Dianetics. Right. And that most people will actually say that that was a book that actually was used or was trying to promote how to like uh, expand your mind via meditation and stuff like that. And some people will say, even the the critics of Scientology will say, it's actually not a bad book. But then he took those concepts from his book Dianetics and he went fucking off the wall and came up with oh, Scientology. No, he, he knew exactly what he was doing. He knew it was all bollocks. He well, was in it for the I actually money. think it's his other mate, the guy that runs it, which is Miscavige. He's a fucking nightmare. David Miscavige. You know how that prick, he's a fucking maniac. You know he wanted... The rumoured sex past. Yeah, but he mm-hmm. also he also wanted his father killed. No, because his, his, his father, Ron Miscavige, was on the Rogan podcast, and I've read the book as well. What happened was... David Miscavige got private investigators to track the whereabouts of his father after he left the church. And because once you leave the church, you're disconnected, right? Because you're a suppressive personality. So what happened? John Wick, excommunicado. Yeah, we'll fucking get this. We'll get on the excommunicado. So what happened was he had private investigators looking for his, uh, making sure his father wasn't doing anything untoward, you know, against the church. And anyway, he was doing something or shop, shopping and he was putting something into the boot of his car or trunk of his car, as they say over there. And he had his mobile phone in his top pocket and as he bent forward, his phone was going to fall out. And the natural instinct is you sort of grab your pocket so your phone doesn't mm-hmm. fall out onto the ground. And what happened was the private investigator thought his father was having a heart attack. And so he phoned up David Miscavige. There's no bullshit. This is in his book, Right. And he says to David Miscavige, I think your father's having a heart attack. What do you want me to do? Do you want me to intervene and call 911? And David Miscavige said, no, fuck him. Let him die. He's a, he's a, he's a SP, he's a suppressive personality. And so obviously it was not what was going on. He was just dropping, his phone was dropping out of the thing. And so I think the private investiga- investigator went, this is fucked up. I can't live with myself. And he actually told Ron, the father, this is what happened. This is what your, your son said. And that's how it all kicked off where he wrote a book about his son saying his son's out of control. His son's a ma- like a maniac. He's only in it for money, only in it for power. It's not about what, it's not even about what L. Ron Hubbard wrote. So you could argue that L. Ron Hubbard was a maniac and he was, but now this guy's taken that bullshit and run to the fucking hills with it. And he's making up all sorts of stories. Like he's, he's turned it into a religion and he did that so that they didn't have to pay tax. Just found another book written on gold. Mm. Yeah, no, he did. They did. Like they, they, <laughs> they're, took- ma- they're magically broken, disappeared <laughs> yep. and nobody ever saw them ever yep. again. And yeah. he turned it into religion. Fuck me. In the, I think it was in <laughs> the nineties. another one. You're allowed. To- oh no, we don't like multiple wives anymore. Yeah, but that's how it is. 
It's okay if you're black. It doesn't mean that you've been tarnished. <laughs> oh, see, that's racist, man. I'm like going down that path. No, I'm just saying that, uh, this is exactly what certain churches believe. Yeah, I know. But he's taken those original concepts that Elron Hubbard wrote, and he's turned it into a religion, which was never really the the idea that Elron Hubbard had. That's the word on the street. Elron Hubbard had this one idea based on Dianetics, which was a failed self-help book that he'd wrote, written in the 70s or something like that. And he'd taken those concepts and created this other thing called Scientology. But this David Miscavige somehow over the years rose to power and became the default leader of it. And now he's turned it into religion because one power, two money and religion so they don't have to pay tax. So they actually got a, they won a court case against the IRS to prove that they're a religion so they don't have to pay tax. Because if you're a church, you don't pay tax. Which is bullshit, but that's another story. It is bullshit. But anyway, John Wick. We're yes. talking about it upstairs. We were. I fucking love the first movie, and I just saw the third movie, and I loved it. Yeah, it, it's it's um, a bit to me. It's a return to form. Yeah, absolutely. Because the second one, it was a bit off. In my, it's just a bit off. Oh, yeah, I, I've really liked the second movie. The second one, I really liked the universe building that they mm-hmm. had. Like yes, they had little but, hints that but it was off. The, yeah, it, it's not. Yeah. a great film um, it was kind of like we, we tried to redo the first with a different bad yeah. guy and then mm-hmm. did the others and it didn't really vibe um, the third one for me it kind of reminded me of Kill Bill that, you remember yeah. with, with Kill Bill like the concept that went behind it was that there was like seven genres of film mm-hmm. and so yeah. basically Tarantino wanted to have the, the best fight for for each one of these genres and so John Wick for me, or John Wick 3, was kind of like that. that They're basically like, right, we need to have a knife fight. Mm -hmm. So we're going to have the most ridiculously over-the-top knife fight that you've ever seen in any film. And so like there was the best knife fight the best i can't even remember there was swords there was mm. like the whole yeah. thing like the sword thing it was um just reminded me of like the the princess diaries no i always get them mixed up Pr- princess bride even. <laughs> they're very different films <laughs> very opposite ends of the spectrum but, but yeah. it's like let, yeah. let's redo that into yeah. a, a, a modern style mm. it's just it's good yeah it was good i i think um what was interesting to me was that I understand what you're saying because the second one was obviously the middle movie so far in the in the tri- trilogy, but they had to expand on the story and justify the existence of a third. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel it was as good as the first movie. The first movie is a classic. It's like a cult classic. The second I still can't get my wife to watch it actually. She oh really? Just because of the beginning, because she knows what happens. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. like, no, I'm not going to watch it. Yeah, it yeah fair enough. Just- the third one was. Uh, well, really, you can't watch any of the movies if you don't know that particular bit of no, context. No, you need to watch Because that's kind of what triggers him being a fucking nightmare. I'm back. <laughs> the third one was almost, almost, hmm. almost a little bit too much action. Almost. Like, it was almost like, I'm fucking getting exhausted watching you it smash through. Smashing hmm. you through a million glass plates or whatever it is, or books or whatever it is that you've got in the room. It was room. kind of like hard-boiled, but like... Yeah. Contemporary. Yeah. But it was good. Uh, it was solid. I think it was solid is what I'll put it down I, I, I enjoyed it a lot. Like, it was one of the first films I've seen for a long time where I'm just like, I want to go and see it again. Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, was, I was pleasantly surprised because I wasn't a massive fan of the second one. Loved the first one. Walked into the third one with no, no uh, you know, expectations at all. 
And I walked out of it and went, wow, that was really good. I'd see that again for sure. Mm -hmm. I think my only criticism was that without spoiling it for people that haven't seen it, like the stakes weren't high enough. Like there was stuff yeah. where they were, it yep. was like half committal. Yep. Like there, were, there, were, there were certain things where it was like, oh, it's going to get real now. And then it's like, it's like the Dallas thing mm. wakes up in the shower at the end. Yeah, because all like, of those high stakes were in the first movie. Yeah. So the first movie was the high stakes. The second movie was the law. And if you want to be really critical, what was the third movie? Movie it really didn't have. It kind of was basically a continuation, it's just finishing, off the, finishing off the second one. It wasn't like mm. a, anything else other than that. And I, if I'm going to be really, really weird about it, it was almost like fuck. I can't do this anymore. There's too much action. It's killing me. You know what I mean? Very few down moments, which is good, but it was crazy. And what I love about Keanu Reeves, he fucking did all of that shit himself. That's insane. It is. Like, he's what, 50, 50 55, man? Yeah. Or something thereof. Well, rumors are several hundred years old. That's I right. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Him and Nicholas Cage. Let's call right? it now. I'm calling it now. He's the modern day Chuck Norris. I'm fucking said it. <laughs> I fucking said it. I said it. He's he's up there. He's, the, he's either the modern day Clint Eastwood, the modern day Chuck Norris. He's something. Because. I would never have believed back in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure that that guy would be as big as he is today. Would and you he's believe? A machine. Would you believe? No, no. Like, there's nothing that you could watch and go, "Oh yes, you're going to be a, an amazing action star." And like, it, it's the love that he gets these mm, days. Yeah. It's just like it's it's unreal. Like, I, there was um, somebody I follow on Twitter the other day was like saying that at some point, surely he's got to mess up. Like, he's going to do something where he's going to say something, do something, yeah. whatever. Whereas everybody's like, he's the nicest person I've ever met. Like, I, I, I read, like, somebody broke into his house. Like, these two kids came to visit him and, like, so jumped into his backyard and were just like, oh, we're at Keanu's house. Mm. And he invited them in for a beer. <laughs> <laughs> he would have just he, gone, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, you know, he... he he Stop. secretly has been sponsoring children's hospitals for the longest time. Like, he bankrolls the development of hospital wings and didn't actually tell anyone who, that he was doing it. It wasn't under his real name. Yeah. So. I think he's just kept himself very private. You don't hear much about... Well, I have, I'm have. i not really into that shit anyway. I don't really care about actors... Tabloids and shit. Yeah. But I haven't heard much about his private situation. You don't. There's not much dirt on him. From what I've heard, because he's a good guy, doesn't you know what I mean? Like some actors, involved. like Tom Cruise. Let's be upfront. He makes great movies. He's a great actor, but the, we all know he's fucking insane, right? Yeah. We all know he's insane, but he's but he's a great actor. Keanu Reeves, he's more of an action actor, if that's such a thing, or an he doesn't action. Have a lot of range. No, he's like whoa. He plays himself. He, yes, he's basically playing himself hmm. when he gets up there and he does a movie. But you don't hear any bullshit outside of the movie stuff. Like he's not doing crazy. St like he's not like Tom Cruise jumping on a couch on Oprah. He's a bit Winfrey. of a recluse. Is it? Yes, I think that's what it is. I he's wonder how much of it is just like the trauma that he's been through over the years. Is like whether that's kind of grounded him that it kept him hmm. potentially. Like because you can imagine like if you're sitting there like you were. You'd had some success. Like you, you, you'd done Bill and Ted. You'd done Point Break, and like you, you. Okay, point break, classic. I even forgot about that. Classic, I right? forgot about that. But yeah. then you have the Matrix and you got points on the back end. And mm -hmm. so all of a sudden you've just sat there and like he says himself, like he's got more money than he could spend in 20 lifetimes. Mm -hmm. um, and so 
but at that point in his life then he had some pretty horrible things that happened to him and like, what happened to him so well it was like his his ex i think it was his ex-girlfriend mm. who like she committed, committed suicide, suicide yeah. really i didn't like, know it was, see i don't know any of this shit mm. yeah and like there was a few i can't recall all of them but there was like some he's lost a few people very close to him, yeah. yeah and mm. and but that was all in that sort of pit time period mm-hmm. as well. And so I do wonder if, like, because his greatest success, like, commercially, financially, happened at the same time as mm. some nasty stuff, whether that's just kept him... So what's his really... greatest success movie? Well, I think the Matrix, like, objectively is just because... He made like, the most money from yeah, it. It's yeah, like, he's made a huge amount of money. It yeah. turned him back Because John Wick's more of a cult movie. More yeah, like, a... John Wick surprisingly hasn't done that well at the box office. No, like, the critics don't like it. No, like, but they're fucking they, idiots. They what do they know? They're like, you know what? Can I tell you? Fuck the mainstream journalists, whether they're movies or games, oh, they don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I've Sorry, caught... I just I just saw you go and say, "Oh God, we're mainstream media now." <laughs> no, 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 they, no, they don't know what they're doing. It's mate. an alien conspiracy. We you know why. The, the... <laughs> Journalists that work at IGN and GameSpot, we got news here at Infowars.com that these uh, these uh, people are actors, journalists. Actually, child molesters. You're fucking hell. And they, they're lizard people. They're trying to suppress us with false information. <laughs> but how many times do you watch a... Uh, uh, just go to gaming. The well, amount, the amount of times I've played a game that and, was rated fucking poorly. And you go, what game were you, go, you playing? What game were you playing? This is fucking awesome. Yep. Or vice versa. It's why I quite like Metacritic and those yeah. things these days. Well, it, like When yeah. you see the... like You, you see the, cust- uh, the Metacritic for... Professionals and then the yep. people, and the people one for me is generally not the people too far one off. is what I go mm-hmm. off, yeah, yeah because because people are the ones that they can smell bullshit mm-hmm. nine times out of ten. So if the game has been rated really poorly, and we'll use an example that I can think of just on the top of my head was Days Gone, which is a PS4 exclusive from Sony, Sony Bend actually, their developer. They didn't rate that very highly when it comes to the actual game itself. This is the mainstream media. But when the ga- when the people got it in their hands, they said, yeah, it's not the best game but it's we've not ever bad. played. Hmm. And it's not a 10 out of 10, but it's not a fucking 5 out well, of 10. Just look at it's Red just, Dead Redemption. A, well, I agree. Red Dead Redemption was like the greatest thing that's ever been made. Okay, technically it is. We're not, I'm not going to argue about the technical part of it. I'm not going to argue about the voice acting, the graphics, the sound. It's awesome, right? But the game was fucking boring, man. It took a long time to get going. That was the biggest problem. We had some good moments in it, but you know... Have some- you completed it? Yes. yes. Yeah, I did. I, I, I probably completed it the first out of the group of people that I knew were playing yep. it, and I kept my mouth shut for a couple of weeks because I was not... I didn't dig it. Well, put it know? this way. It's not the sort of game where... Because I don't have three fucking hours to do a single mission and then be dumped out in the middle of fucking nowhere and then expected to walk right my back. fucking horse yeah. back to some sort of you know, level of civilization. Th- there's a balance in gaming and I think we're walking a very dangerous line at the moment where developers feel obligated to put a level of realism in games at the sacrifice of fun, the fun factor. And something's off in my opinion when Rock uh, Rockstar said... We've even got descending testicles on on horses when it's cold. Well, is that fun? Let's be honest. Somebody's, somebody's gone and put resources and time and money into nah, that. Nah, it was just right? an individual developer that thought it was funny and they yeah, kept but, it in but, the game. But that's not... 
to me, I don't give a shit. Tell me what this game is actually about. Yeah. And then when it comes to the core gameplay, I'll be fucking honest now. I don't. I didn't intend for this to be a Red Dead Redemption 2 rant, but you've started me. <laughs> the fucking controls of that game were fucking awful. Yep. Yeah, I they am, were awful. I, I am looking forward to playing it with a keyboard and mouse. Oh. And sitting there, like, trying to line it up. When, even in okay, slow so motion. raise of hands. How many people on this table accidentally killed someone by pressing the wrong button? We've all raised our hands. <laughs> It was awful. There was one mission there, I'd say about the three-quarter yeah. mark of that game. When you, I don't want to spoil it for those that haven't played it, but there's a mission there. Sorry, six fuck months ago, six fuck now. When you get put into Cuba, yep. there's yep. a mission where you've got to fight people down a, sh- a little narrow stairwell or something like this. Yep. It was fucking awful. Trying to control your character as well as aim at the enemies you know coming towards you. You know what I thought? We have not progressed in gameplay at all. This is awful. They've sacrificed- I just didn't get that whole point of going to No, Cuba. it was rubbish. It, it was made rubbish. no sense, that whole part you, of you the game. You know what that was? Because if you remember Red Dead Redemption, they had a bit where you went to Mexico. Yeah. But that actually made sense in the story that you went to Mexico because you met up with a whole bunch of other characters that were integral into the story development. But that part in Red Dead, Re- Red Dead Redemption 2 did nothing to serve the, the story. It didn't propel, you know, put the story forward. Nope. And then, but what happened was- all the things that I was thinking in the back of my mind, geez, the gameplay, the, the controls are off on this, were really, really heightened when I went to that uh, bit in the, in uh, Cuba, in the, that part of the game, because you're trying to control your character, and he's fucking walking in the walls and mm-hmm. walking off walls and walking off cliffs, and you're dying and you're getting shot. And yeah, I'm shit at games, I'll be the first to admit it, but that was awful. Right, and I'll tell you now. I'm sorry, but unless Rockstar do something, keyboard and mouse won't save it when it comes to PC. Do you know what the worst part of that game? Do you know what the worst part? Keyboard and mouse will help a lot. Control wise, it will. Yeah, it was still awful. Do you know what was more annoying in that game? What that I spent way too many hours trying to bag fucking Sadie. Oh yeah. (laughs) You know what? And it didn't happen. Do you know what? I'm like, fuck this game. He sends me a text message going. Sadie's hot. I go, fucking oath, how hot to her voice. And then we looked up the voice actor in real life. She's fucking hot. She's smoking. Mate, I'm talking smoking. You look See it up. Doctor Google says <laughs> she is awesome, man. Uh, but, but that's my point. That game frustrated me not because of just the gameplay, because how awesome it was in so many other areas of the game, like you know the graphics, the sound, but the fundamental, most basic of things, which is controls. It was way off. And I went, and when a game's got bad controls, I'm done. I don't care how good the game is, I'm done. If I don't like controlling the character or controlling what it is that I'm doing, it's it's over. Yeah, I concur. You concur? <laughs> Can you show me again? Oh, fuck, she's hot. Imagine coming home to that every night. Jesus, I'd be coming home before I came. Uh, you know what I'd be doing? I'd be going, <laughs> I'd, it's worth two because I'd be sitting there going, I just ruined your roommate's bathroom. Uh, so before we go further into that rabbit hole, Sirius Sam, you had some grievances. I, I didn't let's really air them have out. one. What's your grievance? Like, Come on, let's let's I, apologize. I was just let's a little bit frustrated. I I had been attacked for one text message. <laughs> I was I was described as a keyboard warrior sitting at home that was raising all of this stuff. When I never I, called you a keyboard yes, warrior. No, I called you, you said a, fucking keyboard warrior. I called you a serious home. prick. <laughs> And that <laughs> there was about six or seven mentions through but one see, episode. But did you see what the method to my madness was? He got, got you. He got you to come back in. Fucking podcast. I was already coming. 
<laughs> but I had to motivate you. And that's why I'm going to say it now. That fucking suppressive personality, Pedro, he needs to come and defend himself. You know he has the audacity to say, oh, I've heard you've been picking on me again. Well, fucking get off your ass and come here and defend yourself, you fuck. Now, I said it. So what, what was your grievance that I, that did, you were being- I didn't bring up? No, no, I just, I, I just was surprised when, when you went through all this mm. list of bands that you just didn't mention one that was kind of also instrumentally yeah. progenating the whole So thing. as I was saying to you upstairs, the reason for that is, honestly, it didn't even come into my mind to talk about them. And I was a really late bloomer. We're talking about Coyuse, yeah? yeah? I was a really late bloomer to them because I was kind of a late bloomer to Queens of the Stone Age, right? I, I didn't really get get into Queens of the Stone Age at all until Songs for the Death released in 2002, right? So that's pretty late because they released a couple of albums before that into in the late 90s, right? So I was I got into them via that album yeah. and then I, I was really a big fan and I still am very much a big fan of Josh Homme or Hom, right? I, I don't actually know how to pronounce I it. I don't either. I, I'm, I'm, I'm fucking paranoid now. I'm paranoid now. Because I, but... I was mispronouncing Coyuse's fucking Kairos, right? And then so, and, and, and Nuke and Nuke Neil pulled me up on that. So now I'm paranoid. But look, I'm a big fan of him. And look, shout out to Nervous Nath because he's a big fan of him too. And he said he could serve up anything on a plate and I'll love it, right? Yeah, so any like, album he brings out... Like every, that's like right. It's, it's iconic bands. That's like right. The whole way through. That's it's right. Annoyingly. Talented. That's right. And you're right. You, I'll agree with you here, right? That if you're going to talk about him, you, you sh- I should have talked about that band too, Caius. I should have, but it didn't even come into my mind because I'm a very late bloomer to them, and I do really like them. Like one was One Inch Man is a classic. Uh, Green Machine is a classic. These are some of the songs that they did. Fucking awesome. Thumbs, thumbs the one for me. Like the, just the, that kicking and yes, the, that's, the guitar thing. Is that's a like classic. Guitar thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. But just that. Mm. It's almost like industrial with a... Yep. Through the start. Yeah. yeah fucking they awesome. are arguably, arguably, uh, early grunge stoner rock or stoner well, grunge. The, the, yeah, well, that was the thing. It was like the, they were the inflection, like... Grunge went one way, yep. and then they went the Stoner other. Rock went the other. Yeah. They were kind of at the start for both, and yeah. then mm. went and that kind of hurt them a little bit commercially because I think yeah, I'm, they're very cool. Like I, I, yeah. I also hadn't heard of them like that much. Like genuinely, I'd heard them a few times, and then I dated or went on a few dates with a girl that she was a huge fan, and Ooh. so I, I went and rechecked it out and mm. was going back through my collection. I was like, she sounds cool. She, she was, was she? We won't talk about that. You got a number? (laughs) (laughs) She's single? Unfortunately, uh, no. She's in the UK. And with children and all that. Oh, she are. I'm not interested. The boner just died. (laughs) (laughs) No, look, I I, I totally agree with you, right? And your comment's fair, but I had to get a reaction out of you, you prick. I can't just say, oh, well... (laughs) I have to agree to disagree, and oh, let's fucking hold hands and sing kumbaya. Fuck off! I got you on the, the show. Characterization that annoyed me. It was like, well, now you've been like able to defend you'd, yourself. You'd made, you'd made out that I'd been sitting there, like you know, the, the, the kid in Warcraft and yes, South Park what a episode, yeah. Like just sitting there going, oh, well, it's like I sent one message going, I was just a bit surprised. Did you say, man, he's piggy on me, man? Sorry, pitch pants. Screw you guys. You want a hot pocket? <laughs> I could just imagine you going, Mando, he's pissing, he's pissing all over me. Fuck him. Well, 
Got you on the show. Well, in fairness, I wasn't even listening to the podcast that much. It was just mm. on in the background. And then uh, sh- Amanda's like, he you got a show mentioned out. it four times now. I'm like, hang on. Hang on. Let's rewind. No, because he, he says to me, mm. uh, he's upset with you because you didn't mention, mention that band. And I went... What so band? it's Jason's fault. Yeah, yeah blame me. Yeah, I, I, I said, oh, you, you forgot to mention a band, and then he's fucking gone ranting. I ranted, man. Fucking keyboard warriors sitting at home, the thing, and they- and then fucking you can do rant, rams it into me even more. He goes, well, it's not Kairos, it's, it's Caius. Oh well, fuck me. I can't win today. <laughs> I can't it was Caius. So well, I, I'll be honest with you. Maybe I, that's why they weren't. I big. thought it was Caius. <laughs> I've never seen them either live, and I've never. They're a band that I regret. You have you saw Queens of the Stone Age? Yeah, I have been. But, yeah. but they're yeah. a band that I regret back in the back in the day mm. not having been into, right? Oh, there's so many. Like for for me, like I, there was so many that I miss missed the first time round because I went through a really really annoying and embarrassing kind of electro. Like I I was really into Prodigy and Faithless and all. Like, oh Daft yeah, that's Punk okay. And well, Prodigy all that kind cool. of stuff, and then kind of came out of that in like 2002 and i'd missed mm. an all, awful lot of good stuff and so i i kind of like spotify and things like that were great for me because i went back and reappraised yeah. myself like i i saw metallica in 2008 i'd never got on with metallica like i saw them in 2008 it was like this is just fucking noise i hate it yeah and um then with Spotify, you finally get the time to go back, listen to it from from the yeah. early days, and yes. it wasn't See? it wasn't nothing else matters. Go, mm. what the fuck is this shit? Yes, mm. like jumping the shark. This is the uh, this is what I was saying with uh, I I don't know if you heard that podcast, but I had that discussion with Nuka Newell and shout out to him. Um, was that Metallica for me? I I I get up to like the Black Album in nineteen ninety one or nineteen ninety, and I and and that's it. Um, after that they're I, dead to me they're, yeah. they're kind of dead to me but albums like Kill Em All Master of Puppets and particularly And Justice For All just classics just so good and then after that I saw them in 1996 at the Entertainment Centre here in Sydney and the Entertainment Centre the old one was awful for acoustics right and it didn't do them any favours at all on the night and I and this was when they were doing The Load tour the load album mm-hmm. tour and it was a load of shit you know and i didn't enjoy that gig at all yeah <laughs> no pun intended but i didn't enjoy that gig at all you know i was just i was just not a good night i just an off probably one of the worst gigs i've ever been to to be honest and i don't think it was necessarily them i think it was the time yeah they're promoting their latest album which none of us really liked mm-hmm. as as i i guess previous fans of their music and that particular venue wasn't a great venue back in the day. I suppose like that that type of music, like it, it's very sensitive to to poor acoustics. Like the whole like reinforcement mm-hmm. yeah. thing. It's like if you've got too many hard surfaces, if you've it got all of that, it's going to be yeah. horrific. Let me tell you how bad it was. You'd see um, James Hetfield or some or someone strum their guitar. You'd see it, and about two seconds later, you'd hear it. Maybe three seconds later, you'd hear it. And the vocals were all echoey. It was just horrible. And so it's a shame because, you know, it's like I, I wished I had seen them when they were doing an, the Injustice for All kind of tour, which they must have done. Yeah, and smaller. And and, and a smaller venue, but wasn't the B. And it tarnished That's my That's why I just don't go to those big stadium venues. Anyone that goes to pay, I don't know, 160 bucks to see the Foo Fighters at some stadium... I just can't justify it because you just don't get the acoustics. It's just not worth it. I would pay any day of the week to see anybody at the Metro, 
you know, if they, if I had to pay two hundred bucks to see Living Color at the Metro, I'd oh, pay it yeah. in a heartbeat. We you saw know, them. just because the acoustics, but I can't justify we going them to a, a big stadium. Now. Yeah, we've seen. Oh, and when they come out again next year, we've fucking yeah. seen them again. Yeah, there's definitely like bands that can't make the jump to the to the big ones. Like, like one of my favorite bands, and you, you probably do feel strongly about mm. it in a negative way. Like, so I love Muse. Like, I love mm-hmm. pretty no, much that, everything they do. You know, they do up a great about three or four. They years do a ago. great stage well, show. Well, let me, <clears throat> but they 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 progressed really well from mm. going. Okay, we were doing our small venues, and then they were doing like a thousand people, and then they go to arenas mm. and they do arena shows well. Whereas I've seen like Red Hot Chili Peppers for, um, for example, mm-hmm. they were terrible, yeah. like absolutely I've awful. seen Red Hot like, Chili Peppers as well live and they were terrible. But let me just say with Muse, I'll agree with you with what you said. I liked Muse up until uh, the Resistance album. Yeah, I'd go along with okay, that. Okay, so Origins of Symmetry, I liked mm-hmm. even though it was weird. Yeah. I liked it. I really like Black Holes and uh, sorry, um, what was it? Uh, Something in Revelation. Black Holes and Revelations. Mm-hmm. I liked Knights of Sidonia. What a tune! Yeah, mm-hmm. I dug that. I liked the first album, which was was it had Muscle Museum on it, which is yeah, the second Bliss, track. Which is my favorite. yeah. Mm-hmm. The only the only criticism back in those early days was that they were being compared to Radiohead far too much, which was which I think was a bit unfair. Um, quite, but but I different. I really really dig Muse. I've seen Muse uh, I think twice. Yeah, yep. can't take it away from them. They're awesome. But in terms of being um, talented musicians, well, Matt, oh, Matt, Matt, Matt Bellamy is one fuck. of those annoyingly talented mm-hmm. people. It's like I'll sit there and I'll be grade eight piano, and, the and I'll go play. The, be one of the best guitarists, and then and I'll, his you know. vocals are unbelievable, hmm. right? But I, up until the Resistance. I think that was the last album I bought, and I and my opinion of Muse it might be unpopular. Is I feel they're a little bit pretentious now. Yeah, I feel like they're into themselves a little bit too much, and they want they don't know what they want to be. Yeah, and well, they're think, pushing the political thing very hard. Yeah, as they're well. pushing that and drones. That new one's hmm. not, yeah, drones like wasn't it. good. I did listen to some of it, and I didn't like it. But the last album I bought from them was the Resi- Resistance, and that was it. Uh, after that, I couldn't. I think we that, that's it. when my wife and I we went and saw them at some stadium there in Olympic Park. That was the last time I saw Muse. Yeah. Yeah, Resistance Tour. So I agree with you on that. What else? What's your other grievance? No, it was just that. I, mm. I, I just felt attacked. Well, Needlessly. I, I will make a public apology to you. I've made a public apology. See, ap- that weirds me out too. Though. <laughs> 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 you can't win. Yeah. I can't win. So you, no, I wasn't attacking you. Just sit there no, and be sorry. No, I wasn't attacking you. Well, but you were. Well, you fucking deserved it, you fucking prick. <laughs> No, I wasn't attacking. As, as you know, I've got full transcriptions of all of these podcasts. Yeah, no, you're, does, quite, you're quite the fucking clever fuck. No, in, in fairness, so I haven't shared the material with the the group yet. But basically, I, I had a friend's assistant to, or sorry, assistance from a friend to help mm. me set up a swear jar application for this podcast that basically counts all the well words. as long as that person listens to this bullshit podcast and maybe even writes well, no, he, well he saw how much you swear so maybe that's put him on mm-hmm. oh well you know what you can't please anybody and i'll, look, I'll be honest with you i will say though i think there's been no mario sounds through this oh. we haven't dropped this, we, please don't <laughs> i've been on a self-improvement program i'm tired i don't want to have to edit now i've been on a self-improvement i'm trying to curb the swearing down a bit i can't eliminate it it's not going to happen right but you know what? I'm in the mindset these days. You can't please everybody. And you know what? Because this is the problem that I so have with the world. Try. Why mm. try? This is the problem with the world now. And it's in games. It's become political. Right? And it's in movies too. We have to please everybody. 
Well, you can't because there's going to be some little group in the corner that's going to get offended by what you've just done or said or whatever, or triggered. Cyberpunk. We'll go back to where we started, right? Cyberpunk 2077. Did you see the shit that's been coming up with that? Well, they're outraged about the, uh, the transgender nature and all of that shit in that game because there was an image that they took of a poster in the game and it looks like the, 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 I think it's a female in the poster, I think. I could be wrong on this. But it looks like they've got a ginormous doodle, right? And so people are triggered over it. You know, you can't win. I saw something on, and I'll call them out. Because you know what? Come for me, you fucks. I've got nothing to hide and I don't give a shit anymore. But GameSpot, the fucking bullshit uh, smashed avocado eating pricks and I saved you then I saved him I saved him I almost said it one of them says and she's a and I'll save you again this is why I'm dodging bullets she says oh I hope Lara Croft's gay well fuck who gives a shit if she is or she's not but they have to put their politics into everything now and what I'm saying is the more you try and put, make people happy with everything you're going to upset some per- person in the sitting in the corner and they're going to get triggered well you know what let's say you do make everybody happy just because they can they're going to say they're not happy right because they've got nothing better to do they got so all these people that complain about Cyberpunk 2077 with the bullshit that they've seen in it and how the protagonist isn't what they want because everybody's right? seen in great depth what that game's all about, yeah, haven't they? But, but they're yeah, triggered about what the character. But, but they're triggered about what the character is. But that, they don't that, know what the fucking character no, because is. it's male, right? And so they're triggered Get about fucked. it. And what I'm saying, Excuse, what, I thought you could choose your gender. In well, what they've seen. I, sw- I, I swear that I've seen the character creation screen. Yeah, I could have sworn that. Well, what so. they've seen on the thing. Oh, because yeah, on Ke- the video. Because Keanu's a boy. Right. Well, that's the other thing that came up too. Did you know that came up? No. While people were cheering that Keanu's in it, oh, some uh, there was a group in the corner sitting crying, going, "Oh, why are we applauding that it's a white male?" Oh fuck! So I now say, go fuck yourself, you fucking whinging cocksuckers, because you game. can't win, you can't please everybody. And as soon as you try and please everybody, someone's going to be in the corner, and even though they're not offended, they'll say they are offended. But didn't the same thing happen with Witcher? Yes, they 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 were upset that the main character. Yes. What, what's the name? Uh, Siri. Si- yeah, we're, but we're, that was in the Witcher Netflix series that's coming. Yeah, out, right. They what they when uh, they they showed the cast for for Netflix. Mm. Oh, because she's white. Because she's white. Yeah. Oh well, there's no one of color there. You know what happened in? Uh, it's like a fucking that Nordic in that tale, game, you idiots. The the War Horse two years ago, or maybe it was last year, released a game. Mm. Um, I can't remember the name of the game. It's going to do my head in. They released the game set in the Czech Republic. And because everyone in that game's not of color, they got upset with it. But it was. It's, it's, but this game's historically accurate, and it proclaims itself to be historically it's accurate. Not massively. Well, there's no one of color in that fucking right. part of the that's world. Right. That's exactly right. Well, look, look where. No one, but there's no one of color in that part. Well, look of the at world. the Witcher. The Witcher is based off books that are based in the Nordic. Yeah, but friggin- they got triggered over it. Siri was white, and they wanted a black Siri. But she's supposed to be. But white. they got triggered. <laughs> This is what I'm saying. You can't please everybody, so I won't shut my mouth. And you know what, you fucks? I'll probably be dead in a few years anyway, so you'll get your fucking wish, you pricks, and I don't care. So if these fucking idiots at IGN and GameSpot, I'm calling them out, and I'll tell you who else I'll call out, fucking CNET. You see the bullshit of CNET? You hear about that shit? I don't read it on principle. No, they got a guy, right, a CNET reporter, who came to these prominent YouTubers, Mm. right? Angry Joe's one of them. Yep. And he said, I want to do an interview with you about what your content's about. And he sat with them and did a, like a, an interview with them. 
And then he wrote an article called YouTuber Outrage and what it takes to... So that gets rid of YouTuber. And he totally went against everything they said. He twisted their words to make it out like people that are on uh, these uh, platforms like YouTube or even podcasting are like these angry white males or these angry people. He took their words and twisted it and manipulated it. But his name's You know what? I'm going to call out that fuck... Interview me, you prick, and you'll go into your little corner weeping and crying because, you know what, if I upset Sirius Sam, I fucking haven't even started to offend people. I'll go Alex Jones on that fuck. And I, I think one of the things I'm trying to like, in, in, in popular culture at the moment that I, it does kind of resonate is the fact that there's so many forms of media now that are incentivized over outrage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so by pretending to be outraged or saying that things are outrageous or whatever it is, that constant need for clicks, for, for eyes to be in front of stuff is yeah. kind of is driving a, a more polarizing oh, absolutely. view of the world. Because it's, it's easy to get clicks. But you know what else exactly. it is, Serious Sam? People have got too much time on their hands. I'm really, I'm sorry. No, they, I have. they do, they do. They yeah. have. Because I'm going to give you an analogy and correct me if I'm wrong. In World War Two. When people were making ammunition in the munition, munition factories because they were surviving, right? Do you think they came up with this bullshit? No. They didn't have fucking time. They were trying to fight for their, la- their last loaf of bread, right? No, they were what trying it is- to fight for survival. Now we've got a good. Yeah. We've got a good, right? Everyone in the world, nine times out of ten, I'm not saying there's not bullshit in the world because there fucking is a lot. We've, in, the, in the developed countries, we've got it very good, right? And if you're arguing about a video game, and the characters color in the video game, you don't know what the fuck's going on in the world. I'm sorry, you don't. You fucking don't, right? If you're arguing about all that shit, you need to take a really big... You, you know what you need to do? Take the red pill, as they did in The Matrix, <laughs> right? Take the red pill and see what's going on in the world, and then you know, you'll get a dose of reality, and you'll know what's really up in the world, right? If you're fighting over that bullshit that Siri was fucking not black, chosen by Netflix, come on. Come on. You know what I mean? No, I agree. It's, Come on, um, yeah. if you're if you're on, you know what? And you should be ashamed, Gamespot, for coming up with that bullshit and having that person say, oh, "I hope Lara Croft's gay." Oh, fuck off! That's journalism. I, I hope Lara Croft's gay, but for completely different so reasons. So do I. Mm. Oh, so do I, man. Wouldn't it be awesome? And there's a scene in the next <laughs> Tomb Raider. She's scissoring. <laughs> oh yeah, in the next uh, Tomb Raider game. And the, and the girlfriend's looking up at her butt. Can, oh. it, can it be an action sequence? I'd oh, fuck it. Oh, yeah, it's a quick time one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like in God of War. Like God of War Ascension. Like Mass Effect. No bullshit. God of War Ascension. It was a quick time event. A sex scene. No bullshit. <laughs> On the PS3, you had to press the fucking, uh, I think it was the square button. How are you supposed to do that while you got your hand on your car? Oh, mate, it was hard. <laughs> it was very tough. Well, yeah, that- it was hard and it was tough. <laughs> He had the flesh flashlight. I had out. the flashlight going. By the way, shout out to Flashlight for not sponsoring this podcast. We don't appreciate it. Where's our sponsorship? You Where's fuck? our free samples? Where's our free samples? I'll give you comprehensive reviews about the flashlight. What else have you got to say, Serious Sam? I, I, I've got nothing. So I we don't. can bring this bitch home. How long have we been calling this bullshit? Fucking really long. An, An hour and 50. fifty. Well, have you got anything else? Have you forgiven me? I, I have forgiven you, but I, I'm very tolerant. So You are. You're a very relaxed guy. I like that. Well, I wouldn't go that far. <laughs> I, just, I just have different modes. So well, I'm sorry. I have my social mode and I have my work I, mode. And I'm sorry I triggered you. I didn't mean to. But you're totally... unnecessary. You're totally right. <laughs> but everything he says is totally unnecessary, so it's perfectly within his realm. No, but I, I'm hearing him. 
You've take, unlike these other, you've taken the feedback on board. No, other unlike these other fucks that I just ranted about, who don't want to listen, who don't want to accept that they're wrong. I will. <laughs> no, I will. I'll admit I'm wrong. Right? I'm, I'll be happy to be called out. You called me out. Cool. And we had a debate over it or a discussion over it. But unlike everybody else in the fucking world, they don't want to. They want to grab their spear and die on the hill. That's my big beef with the way the world is at the moment. They don't want to agree to disagree. Or they don't want to say, yeah, I got that wrong. Let me let me double check my facts and figures and I'll come back to you. Or let's talk about it. No, no, no. We'll die on the hill before we do that bullshit. And then we'll bring our politics into the game. Or we'll bring our politics into movies. Because it's everywhere. Right? And it does my head in, you know? Hmm. Only yesterday, I was telling you, um, I saw John Wick 3, but I didn't see that yesterday. I went to see, went to the movies with um, a very good friend of mine with a Cockney accent, by the way. He loves it every time he hears that. Yeah, he loves it, man. We saw Brightburn. It's actually quite good. Okay. And uh, it's uh, a kind of a weird take on, I'm going to butcher this, but it's kind of like, what if Superman was actually evil? When when the when the isn't that actually a thing? I was going to say that I'm fairly sure that's been revisited about ten times. It has, but this is actually the movie, mm-hmm. right? But it's uh, I, I don't know the comic well enough. I don't know the universe well enough to really talk about it. I'll admit that I don't know enough. But it's kind of that take of you know they find a, a, a an alien <clears throat> baby like Superman. They look they look after him when he grows up instead of being Superman with superpowers he's Superman but evil right? super super prick so he's a super prick right <laughs> um, we were looking at the other movies that are out and one of them was the new Men in Black International hmm. and it's so obvious the political agenda of tick, that movie tick tick, tick 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 all the boxes tick all the boxes so we don't upset female, anybody female yes mm-hmm. absolutely exactly that's my point and that triggers I, I do like Tessa Thompson yeah, but that triggers me, right? Because w- why? Why can't you just accept for what it is? But people are crybabies now. People want to get their smashed avocado and cry in a little corner. Wah, I didn't get my way. Wah, Siri wasn't black. Wah, fuck off. I'm done. What else is on your grievance? Nothing else on your grievance list? No, but one of the things that you did just say kind of resonates about the the whole. I like, should have shut the fuck up. We could have been out of here. Then we can move on. No, no, keep, no, 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 no keep going. No, no, keep it, going. it was just the thing about saying everybody feels like you you can't have. Disagreement. I'm generalizing. No, no, but it's true. Like people don't feel that you can have disagreement anymore and yes like, like it drives me crazy when i'm at work that everybody sits there and it's like they'll try and like endlessly debate you on something to go to bring you around to yes. their point of view yes. and it's just like we don't yes. have to agree yes mm. somebody has decision making yes. power don't Absolutely. You make a decision yep. done don't you feel that in general and it could be we could talk about movies games politics the workplace anything that you want to talk about people want to convert you to their their way of thinking, yep. almost like a religion, right? Or they want to grab their their, their spear and, and take you to the hill and, and, and fight you to the death on it. And I don't get that because in my time, and I am an old man, but in my day it was like, I agree to disagree with you, right? We could have talked about Caius or any other band today and said, I didn't like them, dude. I just thought they were shit. And you could have said, all right, fuck, all right. Agree to disagree, right? Or you could have thrown stuff at me and I would have said, all right, I just don't agree with you, Sirius Sam. I'm really sorry, all right? But I wouldn't have dragged you to the hill and, and, and made it like blood sport, you know what I mean? 
But this is the modern world we live in, and it does my it's fucking a great head film, in. Wasn't it? Well, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was fucking the <laughs> shit. Do you reckon they'd make that today? I don't <laughs> think they would. <laughs> no. I don't think they would for, the, for this reason. Yep. It's yeah, like, exactly. Oh, it's inspiring yep. children to wrap their hands yep. and with yep. broken glass and yep. punch each other. And you know what? It doesn't tick all the boxes you know what? either. If they punch each other with broken yep. glass, they fucking deserve. <laughs> it. If they're dumb enough to do it, yep, fuck them. And it doesn't. And it doesn't tick all the boxes. Oh, you could make every it tick movie the boxes. that comes out now. Most of them, not all of them. Let's tick all the boxes. And if I looked at Men in Black International on the poster, the, I didn't even look at the movie or watch the movie. I just saw the poster. And my friend said to me, look at all the boxes it ticks. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's fucking ridiculous. And it does my head in. Why do I? Why would I be offended if it didn't tick all the boxes? Well, that's yeah. going to start... You know what I mean? It's starting like, to happen in gaming. Why, why, why am I upset I think with it? hopefully we'll just come through the other side of it where it's just balanced. Like... Mm. Like so, because it's where it's doing it for it's for its own sake that is when it annoys me. That is yeah. just like, okay, well, I need to have a gay person. I need to have yep. uh, a black person. I need to have an Asian. Like, oh, we need the guy that's going to sell it, and, and they go through and do that, and that annoys me. That, but then you go, like, have you ever seen the show Billions? Oh, uh, yeah, briefly, yeah. And so that has a very diverse character with lot or very diverse characters. It's got transgender, not transgender. Uh, non-binary identities and mm-hmm. all of those but it's not a big thing it's just there's people in it that just have those things and i think it's i'd, I'd hope over the next few years that it just becomes like it's 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 okay like they, they these people might be in yeah. a thing because it's relevant to the story or because mm. um if that, it's relevant to a story a they're not forcing it into it yeah, exactly. exactly don't force yeah. it down my throat but yeah. the old saying you can't please everybody that's that's how I. That's well, the. There's a quote. You I've just can't please everybody. For the last twenty minutes, but it's like the, there is there is a quote somebody said about like if if your art form isn't offending somebody, then is it really art? Basically, mm-hmm. and I I wonder if we're trying too hard to get rid of all of that offense from people. Like if you if you look at comedians that, that used Absolutely. to go exist, they, you know, they wouldn't be around anymore. Do you, do you know? Well, that's a good point because a lot of the comedians that, uh, for example. If I think about Joe Rogan and his podcast, he gets a lot of his comedian friends on there, and they've all said it. They're all, they're all in another they're world all, now. Yeah. Like they're they're obsolete because well, people are George afraid. Carlin now. <laughs> oh mate, wouldn't that, the hmm. amount of people he would have offended? What about Eddie Murphy? Well, Fuck yeah. well, the, the raw video. Yeah, um, like Holy Amanda couldn't shit. watch it. Like she was just mm. like, Ugh. I'm like, sorry, this was hilarious. This was mm-hmm. hilarious. And, like, yeah. the, I can't remember the name of it. But the first Chris Ross one, Chris Rock. Chris Rock, yeah. yeah. Chris like, Rock, yeah. Same thing. Like, mm-hmm. Absolutely hilarious, but it's not that appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, but which is why I respect those comedians and say, fuck you, yeah. all the more. But that was what yeah. comedy was built on, was to build, it was built on the shock value, like, oh, he's, he or she's taken mm-hmm. that really far, you know, holy shit. Because it, it, I don't know what com- comedy is going to be like in the future if we want to silence our, you know, become drones. That's what that's my fear in the world. We become drones and we're being suppressed, right? We really are, right? If you have a group of people telling you what you can and can't say, uh, sorry, that's not, a, that's not a, a good future in my opinion, right? And you just can't please everybody. That's just at the end of the day... If you go and got a, if you've got a list that's a mile long and you're going to tick all the boxes to make a movie or something or make a game, I put money on it. You miss a box, and you know what the box they fucking don't tick? The forty year old nerd bald fucking loser. <laughs> 
that does a shit podcast every week. That's available on Spotify, TuneIn, <laughs> CastBox. Android as well now. Android and iTunes, if I didn't say that already. That typically has wonderful guests like Sirius Sam, who's had a fucking enough, I can tell. <laughs> he wants his cake. He wants his cake, yeah. so do I. Cake would be good. We done, Sirius Sam? I think we're done. Mate, thank you for coming in. Do you feel right. like you've, you've purged, you've vented, you've got everything you wanted to say? I, I didn't come angry enough, but there's always You should have. Time. You would have had me on my back foot. <laughs> and I would have gone, oh, please don't be angry. Please. I'm very vulnerable at the moment. Cat right. died. So I'm very sad. Not that I really give a fuck, to be honest, about how you feel. That's how I am. I'll just, I'll just say it for the listeners. Oh shit, we still recording. <laughs> Serious Sam, thank you for coming in. Thank you. Really appreciate. It. Please come back. Okay. Maybe. He probably won't. You know. Might not. I have to say. I have to wait to be. I'll have to say something completely outrageous, and the fuck will come back. I guarantee you do next episode. I fucking will. <laughs> I'll give him a shout out and he'll go. It probably was the next episode, but because yeah. it was on Stardate 12. Four, four, oh, who knows right when this prick will upload it? was actually it. six episodes after I'd been on. That's it right. probably was. Yeah. Now, thanks for coming in, man. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jason Relaxation, for being you. Don't go or changing. Thank you, Sirius Sam, for once again for being, well, just serious and coming forth with some ideas that I now have to reconsider about my bullshit life. Thank you, Mum, for letting us <laughs> use your basement. <sighs> This has been about the why. Captain's log, start out log 12.1.5. I'm sorry I ran into about bullshit games and Kairos and Kairos and Bears I can't pronounce and Sirius Sam's upset with me. It's something I've got to improve in my life. It's a rabbit hole I can't get out of, but I don't know what to do anymore because I can't even blame my cat because he fucking died. But the house is smelling really nice and fresh and I feel guilty about it. I don't know what to do. And the robot fucking cleaner doesn't have to clean up much fucking cat fur like it used to do. And next week, you little fucking ingrates who fucking complain while you're eating your smashed avocado will have something else to discuss about retrodom and bullshit, but until then, you can roll it, buggies! <laughs>